0: 20 years ago, a new voice hit the airwaves in Palm Beach County. I've been calling with the ESPN Radio 760, the Palm Beach Sports there. A voice that was passionate about sports.
1: Good afternoon and welcome.
0: Dedicated to the community and committed to bringing fans the best coverage possible. That voice was ESPN West Palm. And for two decades, it has continued to define the sports scene in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. From the big three. Not two, not three, not To four, Friday Night five. Lights. To the ten, five.
2: Touchdown, Sean Carroll. Touchdown, Martin County.
0: ESPN West Palm has been there every step of the way. Because every day above ground is a good day. We've covered Super Bowls, NBA Finals, and everything in between. Live from PGA National, we have a Honda Classic Champion. We've talked to legends and introduced fans to up-and-coming stars. It is Bobby Bowden. Coach Evan Cohen, how are things? Evan, good to talk to you again, buddy. All with you, the fans in mind. Hola!
3: Let's do this!
4: Woo!
0: That was some hot take radio. I know my basketball, brother. Sit back, relax, and join us as we take a look back at the last 20 years of sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This is ESPN West Palms 20 for 20. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with
5: you. On the third day of March, 2023, yes, back on today, 20 for 20, ESPN West Palm. It is so wonderful to be back. 20 years ago tonight, I was on ESPN West Palm, and we started ESPN Radio, 760 at that time. Amazing to think 20 years later, still here, still a part of it, still at 5 o'clock, the time that our late great friend Dave Burke would get in his car from the breakers, drive around and listen to the top five at five. So we are just going to dive right into this. We're on for the next three (laughs) hours. Who opened your microphone, J-Mart? I mean, I'm not even done with the setup here. You're already interrupting? I mean, how dare you? How dare you do such a thing? (laughs) Um, So we are here, and we're on for the next three hours. And I don't know what's going to happen for the next three hours. It's going to be a complete bleep show on purpose. It is a worst of, I mean, a best of this show in terms of the amount of people that are going to be here, the sound we're going to play and we are going to have fun for the next three hours, closing out 20 for 20. All right, let's introduce everybody. So you heard the laugh already. John Martin is here. Um, and if you could, give your years on this show, on basically whatever our show was in the afternoon. John doesn't know. John already doesn't know. That right, I mean, was, on I from, I John was, was a, a long time. A long time. John was on from 03 and... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Only on this radio. Way it goes. <laughs> My microphone already <laughs> fell apart. So Jaymar was here forever. All right, Stephanie Prince, who's now our general Something's manager. Never change. Am I allowed to say what your on air name was?
3: Sure. Why not?
5: Because I was told not to. Oh. <laughs> well, we're allowed to play the open. Oh, all oh. right. So then will you'll hear that in the open. Yep. Stephanie Prince yeah. is here. She's our general manager. How long were you on the show, Princess?
3: Um, I think seven or eight years. Seven or eight years.
5: Wow. Uh, you heard the voice of Brian McLovin-Rowitz. McLovin, how long were you on this show? Maybe a decade. Maybe a decade. I don't know. You heard the <laughs> voice of one Jeremy Marks Pounce. Uh, JMP, how long <laughs> were you, you a part of this show? Uh, on and off. Probably-
6: <laughs> <laughs> JMP is
5: sitting crisscross applesauce for some reason. <laughs>
7: That's the second time I've heard that expression in like 24 hours. I had no
5: idea that it was, (laughs) but on and off for probably about a decade. On and off for a decade. And every single person I just introduced still works for, for Good Karma Brands, our parent company. We do have one person back who doesn't. You may have known him as The Hatriot. His name is Herb Uzi. There was nobody, well, there was maybe one person, but Herb hated me more while working with me than any other person outside of my team that ever worked um, at this radio station. And it's weird. Since we've stopped working together, I feel like we communicate way more than we ever have, and it's great to have you back. And you were part of the original Top 5 at 5, which, as we were doing it, I never thought was good And it's amazing the amount of people that actually listen to that stupid segment (laughs) that I swear to you, we have people, we did a team dinner last night. Prince, how many people are like, I used to listen when you guys, before I worked here to the top five at five and really enjoyed it. I mean, it was mainly Stephanie, but still, (laughs) uh, nonetheless,
8: you were a part of it at some point. I, I think I was a part of it when we started it. Yeah, right? that's
5: what I'm saying. Yeah,
8: yeah. well, it's um, I can't believe that people liked it. I also <laughs> thought thought that it wasn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I think that it's not fair to say that I hated you more than any other person. I feel like you kind of hated me too. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, and I, I just want to rehash a quick story. So Uh-oh. I think I worked on the show Palm Beach Game Day maybe for a year, a year and a half. Okay. I worked at the station maybe four or five years, um, but. It started, when we started the top five, I would come over from PTV and I would usually sit in just like we're doing now for the four o'clock hour. But at some point, I guess you got tired of the facial expressions that I would make while you were doing your opening hour. And you actually banned me from sitting in the studio with you until I came in for the top five at five. And I don't blame you. I got to be honest, it does sound like me. I I do not blame you. Uh, you I would have banned myself. You were,
5: and I don't know if you still are to this extent, you were like a really intense sports fan that also worked in media. A lot of people work in media, and secondarily maybe intense sports fans. Right. You were like every pitch of every game, every minute of a basketball, like you watched every game, every league, all the time.
8: I did, and I'm less intense of a sports fan now. Um, And I think that working in sports media and being a sports fan are at odds with each other. Uh, a little bit, you know, kind of honestly. Towards the end of my tenure here, I, I honestly kind of hated sports. Yeah, um, <laughs> great to have you back. Yeah, it's great to be back. But um, no, I mean, it was it was a ton of fun, and I'm I'm so happy that you guys brought me back, man. This is this is going to be a great time. I'm really excited for it. I'll
5: tell one other quick Herb story, and I have many Herb stories. I mean, Herb was Herb was unintentionally insanely funny. He's brilliant. He's successful as a lawyer. He's got. I mean, he's really oh, come on.
9: <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, that's that's
5: why Herb and I would fight so much. It's because he's, like, you know, he's damn smart. But I remember one of the first times I ever saw the eighth floor... When we were moving there, when it was empty and we had it, was because Herb and I got into such a screaming match, we had to go to another office.
9: <laughs> <laughs> and the other office was the 8th floor. And
5: I'm like, Oh, this is where we're, you remember this? This is where we're
9: moving.
8: I do. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. I mean, we were just working together too much. I mean, yeah. it was radio and then TV. And all it was, day and night. All day and, and, and night. And then you would start
5: coming to basketball in the morning, so it's like. I did. Seven in the morning, we'd play basketball. Then we'd work together all day on both our TV shows and our radio shows simultaneously. So I probably ignorantly was like, hey, let me just put the same person with me to make it simple communication-wise. Probably a mistake. Probably.
8: You know, you're, you're a very intense person You yourself. don't say. Uh, so,
5: you know, no. it's just a lot.
8: So um, – all right,
5: Brian, here's the question for you now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Format-wise, I'm just going to put uh-huh. this right now. Does it make sense for us to pull the trigger early, have a quick break, and have a Ooh. longer
4: top five and five? Oh. Wow. The goal is three segments, and remember, one of those segments is Stephen Craig.
3: Well, listen, we went off the air for like 20 minutes and played 20 sp- oh, straight yeah. minutes Steph
4: of spots. Miss so. airtime over here wants more airtime. Oh, this is a three-segment oh. hour? <laughs> uh, that's the goal. And then the next two hours are commercial-free. i got to be honest. I still like the plan. Okay.
5: Because that gives us an insanely long second segment for us to just do what we got to do. We did the intros here. Hopefully, everybody remembers. Everybody is part of this. And by that, I mean nobody remembers any of us, (laughs) including me. All right. uh, 20 years here on ESPN West Palm. We will get into a top five at five next on ESPN1063.com.
0: You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast.
5: Yes, it is our 20 for 20 here on ESPN 106.3. Evan Cohen with you. Thank you all for joining us today. We have a wonderful, wonderful cast of characters in today. John Martin, Herb Uzi, Jeremy Marspelts. Brian Rhodes. Oh, Stephanie's whole family is here. Uh oh. (laughs) Stephanie Prince.
4: Oh, let's. Do they want to hear this? Make sure the speakers aren't on uh, out there. Uh, We are celebrating.
7: Are we still allowed to play the Open now? Okay, so we have pictures of Stephanie's
5: underwear.
9: She tried to make out with a girl once. Not tried to, she did. We have a picture of that.
5: Um,
3: Anything for a partner. She had a one-night
5: stand with an FSU baseball player.
3: Okay, now that we have that out of the way.
5: (laughs) Hello. Um, So every single day on this show, we would do a top five at five. So it's five random topics about anything. We'd have Stephanie or Herb at that time. Or Jeanette later, or Brian, whoever um, asked the questions, and we would just all have fun debate the answers. So, Brian Rowitz has created basically a historical top five at five with the help of Jeremy Mars Peltz about the radio station, about the time on this show, and and before we just play the intro and get into this, I do want to thank all of you that are listening and all of you in this room because it's surreal that we did this for twenty years and we've done this for twenty years and we're still going and. I've been teary the last few days kind of recognizing how amazing this is and how unbelievable of accomplishment it is. I never say thank you to anybody that I work with, like, intensely. So thank you to all of you um, for being a part of it. Obviously, Herb, uh, Brian, JMP, Steph, and Jmart. All right. Now, this is the open we used to play for the person <laughs> that actually runs this radio station. Yes.
9: If you're not Trump, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh.
3: Get ready to get drunk up! Hi. Everybody in the club can Touching me, touching you. I'm sitting at a bar. Call in for sex. I'm do a train Have people lick beer off my butt. I have no shame. Shot, 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 shot. And then finish with T-Bow. All of the alcoholics, we like let's you. Hey.
9: All right, it is the
5: top five and five. Stephanie Prince's five questions. <laughs> She will ask them, count them down, five through one, and we will debate the answers. I think that's how I said it back then. Go ahead, Stephanie.
3: All right, number five. I, did you ever say the numbers or did I?
5: I, I think don't you did.
3: Okay, number five. During our 20 years <laughs> in West Palm, we've been able to celebrate Brian's a few.
5: already dying.
3: <laughs> a few South Florida sports titles. Which one was the best of the last 20 years?
5: Best sports title of the last 20 years.
10: Um, who wants to start?
5: I'll Herb, go. Herb, go ahead. Jamar, you want to go ahead? Go
10: ahead. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna cheat. Um, I'm actually gonna go with two, and it's no, because. No, it. let me finish. Let me finish what I'm saying. I'm going with two because they are the same thing in my in my head because we were actually in the locker room for both of them, and I don't know which was which, but <laughs> the Heat 12 and 13 titles are absolutely the best championships in South Florida.
5: All right, so if you're going to say that, then let's play what happened after one of those titles, <laughs> courtesy of us. You'll hear Brian mclevin his right. voice, <laughs> Stephanie Prince's voice, and um, Drake. No, this is me. Drake Drake.
4: Yeah. It's busy Drake. So
5: <laughs> the, that video had more than seven million hits on YouTube. <laughs> And ironically, it was our most trending video viral video we've ever had from this radio station. And ironically, Brian and I got in trouble for it. Why did we get in trouble for it? Because we were so stupid that we didn't realize you could make money by way of YouTube. And the CEO of the company, Craig Karmazin, said, that's great that you had that. Did you guys upload it this way, whatever it was? We're like, What? (laughs) What do you mean? We had no idea. We could have made thousands of dollars off that video. We just didn't know what we were doing. So we're just like, hey, let's put it up there. And, uh, yeah, so that was Drake getting denied from the Heat locker room. Brian and Stephanie, you were there for it. Explain what you saw and what happened through your eyes there during that moment.
3: I mean, there was a line of probably, like, 50 to 100 people Uh just, like, going into the locker room. Meanwhile, I wasn't even in media i was just you know like there because i could get a credential like anybody and anybody could get a credential we're all just walking into locker room and then drake tries to cut the line and brian says oh that's drake drizzy drake and then the security guard's like nope you can't get in he didn't have a media credential and so he goes, I'm Drake. I am media. And he's like, nope, sorry. The and security then guard was like away.
10: 78. Yeah. But he has no idea no who clue. Drizzy Drake yeah. is, even though Brian's high-pitched voice was yeah. screaming it at him. I believe I
4: cursed also. That's what the beep is. That was me getting censored. See, that's
10: the amazing part of this.
4: That's not him censoring Drake or the security no. guard. That's yeah. him censoring himself, which is remarkable. I don't remember what I said, but yeah, we were walking by him, and like we just saw it, and Wells Dusenberry had the camera rolling at the time, so we captured that. <laughs> he literally right over the. <laughs> Wow. He, was, he was on Here's the shoulders name. of somebody shooting it. Yeah, that did happen in the locker room. But he like hit it under his rain gear because Drake didn't even notice we were recording in that situation. Uh, her best championship over the last 20 years since ESPN West Palm has been in existence.
8: It's just the three Heat titles, right? Like, what else is there? Marlins. The 03 Marlins? Yeah. Well, it's obviously not that one, right? <laughs> so, I, mean, I would say...
5: Just you could you could go, theoretically, we Kane's? spent a lot of time talking. The Canes never won a title when we were here. No? No. We, Coker we, was before us? Yeah. We, we spent yeah, a ton 0-1. of time talking about the Gators, the basketball ones and the football ones. Oh. Obviously, that's yeah, not that's true. S- technically South Florida, but we talked
4: about it. In this Steph time. almost that- went to the 13th seminal one. <laughs> almost? What happened? Brian went. Yeah, we left Steph back here with our flight delay, so she gave up. Yeah, it makes sense.
8: <laughs> no, then if we can include the Gators, I'll say my most memorable one was the Gators-Oklahoma championship game at the Orange... Uh, whatever it's, uh, Heart- it's Yeah, called. whatever it is, Joe Robbie. Because uh, I was there, I was covering I was covering it, it was cool. I got to spend the last five or six minutes on the field of the game watching from the sidelines, so that was probably my best one. But the, the most monumental has to be that first heat one with Shaq you still remember that that parade just seemed like a million people, right, were lined up uh, down there. So I think that was probably the most monumental one. Uh, but my favorite was the, that Gators football one.
5: I, I, would, I would say that you're right, that the 6 one the 3 Marlins, I can't believe I'm saying this, was significant because it was year one. So we covered that that year, and we were, um, we did we covered the, the Giants series, the Cubs series. I mean, they played Bonds, Sosa, and the Yankees. And I was at game six at Yankee Stadium. Beckett, uh, three days rest, two hit the Yankees, destroyed them. Mm-hmm. That was a huge championship. Uh, JMP, Brian and Stephanie, quickly, give me yours. I want to move on to the next question here. Uh, All right, thanks. Brian, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Go JMP. Ahead.
7: <laughs>
5: uh, no, 06, the Heat are
7: my
4: favorite team. That was my first professional sports championship. The first Heat Big 3 one. Just because they got over the hump, a lot of us were there. Like That was a lot of fun. Princess?
3: I'm a jamer. one of the I don't one of the heat ones we were all in the locker room that was yeah. pretty insane
4: um
5: number four Stephanie
3: ESPN West Palm has tried to grow their brand through 20 years through different marketing events and promotions what is the promotion that we should never do again
5: There's a lot None. um we had a run where every big promotion we did yeah as a result of us doing the promotion the advertising partner canceled Yep. I mean, that was not the goal of when you do these things. The one that we should never do again. I mean, I listen, I liked the quarterback competition against Walsh, obviously, because I was a part of it. Now, granted, the guy who ran that then stormed the Capitol on January 6th. So not <laughs> ideal. Um, so you got that in the mix. Um, oh. All right what is the one you would say
3: (laughs) I think the rib eating contest that was bad oh wow we had to do like different rounds and heats and like we were calling our friends to come out and then the guy tried to sue us I think that doesn't seem like it worked out well
10: well we well part of that story too though is there was one event that we had a really good turnout and they were still not happy which one was that it was one... I don't want to say... We had to that do, like, it,
3: seven it, different rib-eating contests. Yeah, and, uh-oh, uh-oh.
10: and it, it went really well, but they didn't give us any credit at all, as if it was a, a, a bad event. Yeah, that, that was terrible.
8: Brian, you got... Uh, Herb, you got one? In well, mind? yeah, there was one where I think we had a home run derby outside of Brandsmark, <laughs> and uh, yes. you guys promised... Yeah. we we, we promised a cruise yeah. to the winner, and, like, a friend of mine actually showed up and won, and he never got his cruise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then the one I would say you should never ever do again was the one where j Mart recreated the A-Rod uh, black and white photo <laughs> oh, that shoot. Was great.
4: Oh. I would, oh. that again right now. Yeah. I would do that again it right amazing. now. I would do that again
5: was
8: amazing.
10: Wow, I forgot about
8: that. Brian. Also to
4: the Herb one, we then did a show from out there. It ended at 10.30, like the event. We did the show from 10 to noon. So it was literally right. just us in a parking lot. It was so hot. <laughs>
10: on blacktop. Yes. It was so hot. Herb
8: was a big sweater
4: during that time, too. Yeah,
5: no. Cat-
8: Kathy Baseball was out there. Yeah. Cathy of baseball. course she uh, was. Ken yes. probably
4: was, too, then. Oh I don't know if it of her emotion, but getting the laser hair on my back was yes. not really fun. You got lasered on your back? Yes. Or I did a show shirtless to show off my smooth back. And yes. then it came back angry because it canceled after one session. And you're supposed to go back for like four. I have
5: no recollection of this. Wow. Wow. JMP, you got one? Uh, I lost a
7: pancake eating contest to McLovin. Uh, I don't ever want to go through that again.
8: Mm, okay. All right. You, you lost a pancake eating contest to McLovin?
7: Yeah. We were at uh, the original pancake house. It was like. Who could eat the most pancakes in eight minutes? No, seven seven minutes minutes and
3: 60 seconds. Of
10: course. (laughs) Come on, J&P.
7: My apologies. And uh, yeah, I lost. uh, McLovin, I think,
4: got an endorsement out of it. I did. I put down 16, but I did them dry. J&P was using syrup the whole time, so I went dry, and that pulled it off. Does covering the Marlins count
5: as an event? (laughs) (laughs) We should not
4: have done that. (laughs) We did that so much. We did that so much. Oh,
5: my God. We did that a lot. Number three, Stephanie.
3: Oh, I don't know about this one. If you get on the bad side of Stephanie Prince, you often know about it. (laughs) Which of these Prince feuds from the past 20 years was the best? Against LeBron James?
4: Three, two, one. Yeah, she was upset with that. (laughs) Okay, great job, Brian. (laughs) All right.
3: right, right. Against JMP?
4: Uh, Maybe. Let's try that one. I don't even remember this. Uh, Hopefully. Oh,
5: come on, Brian. Why are these not playing? Literally, almost everyone from here on out is
4: audio based. Yes, I know. Please hold, Steph. Uh, buy some time. You're good at that.
5: Did
8: you load the audio into the? Truda,
4: get in here. <laughs> Go ahead, Steph. Buy time for
3: us. Oh yeah. Last time I tried to buy, I just sat silent. On there, there
5: was a there was a bit we did once where it was April Fool's Day and it and it failed miserably, but it was such a good idea in theory. It was me, Brian, and, and Stephanie on the show, and I was in New York at that time for the show. Brian pretended. That my audio connection didn't work and I wasn't there. Brian then pretended to go leave the studio to try to go fix it. And he said, Steph, just go. You got to buy us time. <laughs> Steph <laughs> sat there silent, just didn't say a word. She did not say a word, just. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
8: I didn't know what to do. Yeah, I didn't know what to at say. At that point, you're on the spot, right? Yeah. And but it's I mean, like, all right, I got to entertain people, and now they're expecting me to entertain them, and I just don't have it in me right now.
4: <laughs> I mean, we did we
5: did some horrible things with Stephanie, looking back on it. I mean, yeah. we really did. Like, we, we signed her up for Tinder. Yeah. And the guy showed up to the stage. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: He was in the parking lot.
5: <laughs> and then we also, there was a disgusting story about a guy doing whatever to himself. And then we started diving into whether or not Stephanie would want to watch Jay Mart do that. You remember oh, this story? Oh my
3: yes! And you now said I yes. No you, did. Yes, you did. You tricked me into saying yes. Uh, yes, no you did.
5: It. Stephanie thought we called to. I literally had somebody on hold. We're like, "Oh, Stephanie, this is your old boyfriend on on the phone," and she was, was so, so mad. mad. And it wasn't obviously her old boyfriend on the phone. We would, oh, my God, we would do things to her. Oh, my God. You were like a toy at that point. You made me eat
3: popsicles for a whole top five because the baseball, I forget Terry what general No, yeah. Terry
5: Francona would eat a lot of popsicles. I have a picture of that if anybody wants to see that. Uh So Stephanie just eating a singular popsicle (laughs) constantly on the air, having no idea what she was doing and what it looked like. (laughs) What are you looking
10: at me like that for, John? I'm not looking at you like anything. Uh, I didn't mind that promotion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, is the audio ready? Nope. Are there
5: other non-audio questions that we have? No. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to do? You want to take a break and come back or you want us to just talk? Because we can talk. You can talk. Okay. All right. Yeah, get back to me. Um, all right. So then let's let's get the music down for a second. Herb, were there any other stories you you seem to have a list of things you wanted to get to? Anything else you wanted to get to here? I mean, get there's off the chest?
8: Lot. There's I mean, coming back and seeing everybody just brings back a lot, you know, that I hadn't I hadn't recalled. It's been crazy to say, twelve years since I stopped working for the station. It feels like honestly, it was yesterday. Um um, is Jim Rutledge coming in? Do we he's, have a Jim he's, Rutledge? He's here. Or, he's he's here. here? I haven't seen him. Because um, thinking about Jim, that's how I got started here randomly. I met Jim. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my. God. <laughs> oh, Sorry, oh somebody man. just walked. John
5: O'Terry walked by. Oh, boy. Uh, somebody else who used to work with us. All
8: right, I got to go. I mean, O'Terry's here. <laughs> God. No, God. I'd like to see Jim. Um, what, what about you? What is your most memorable game you went to in the last 20 years? guys uh, uh, down here.
5: Most memorable game. Yeah.
8: See, you would think the Ray Allen shot. That's game for, six of the Spurs series. for some series?
5: reason, I don't remember it. And I have fought Brian on, I don't think I was there. And Brian said, I was standing next to you. The oh, entire, you were
9: absolutely there. I don't
5: remember. Hitting, like Everybody's like, oh, how great was that moment? And I actually don't remember it moment by moment like that. Like, I just, I, I have no recollection of that. You know what game randomly pops into my mind? The Tebow Dolphins game. Mm. When he was with the Broncos and they came yeah. back and they beat the Dolphins. And it was I just thought, surgical in that game. Oh, my God. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> it was like 15 to 12 or something. Yeah, something, something like yeah. ridiculous <laughs> like surgical. that.
8: Yep, I remember that one.
5: Did Oteri bring like a camera? It looks like he's holding <laughs> the camera bag. <laughs>
8: he's got like a cooler bag <laughs> yeah. or something. Oh, my
5: God. Um, yeah, I, that was – I don't know why that game stood out to me. I mean, when we would go to the 03-04 heats, that was my favorite team since we've lived here. It was our first year here, j and I. And go to those games. I also thought for the first game. And this is gonna sound weird. The first night we ever did football night in South Florida. Remember, Herb, and they brought the set on the, on the field for us. I remember. Yes. I thought that <laughs> like, was cool. I thought we were so legit, and then I was schwitzing with the suit the entire time. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I thought in my head we were like Herb Street and Corso, and like because we were just sitting there like they would on the side, and like this is really cool. And then nobody cared that we were there. No, In any
8: no. Way, <laughs> they, they were just mad that. at us because they had to play on a Thursday instead yeah. of a Friday, and they were losing all this money at the gate. I think that was Palm Beach Central, right? I don't remember
5: where exactly.
7: Yeah, it was. I remember. Is what it? about those like August Marlins Diamondbacks? Oh yeah, those are tons of fun. Going?
5: Those were tons of fun. No, not oh, at all. God, those were terrible. Jay, Martin, a game that
10: you remember? I mean, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the Colts Saints Super Bowl. Seeing, uh, seeing Peyton lose that with that interception. So that was
5: not a happy ending for you. <laughs> because you, when you went to Tampa for the Steelers Cardinals, wow. you did have one. That correct? was
10: a much happier ending. Got it. Ending. Yeah. 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 Yes.
5: That was a happy ending for you.
10: Yeah. 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 yeah uh-huh. I would have even paid for it.
8: But do you guys still argue Brady versus Peyton at all? Or is that what just arguments? settled? Is that over I mean, and come done?
10: Come on. You can't even argue that, can you? I mean, Peyton's got a winning record against him in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. No, if the answer is no.
5: I mean, how can anybody argue that? <laughs> Prince, do you remember uh, Do you any game that you've ever been to in your life?
3: <laughs> no, I mean, like, it, being in the Heat locker room, again, it's the same thing. Like, right. we got to go in the Heat literally. I was standing next to, like, Dwayne Wade and Pat Riley and Birdman in the locker room spraying champagne on everyone. <laughs>
8: So Which one was? Oh, you guys don't know. It was either Stephanie the first one or the second one. Stephanie gets distracted so
5: easily. <laughs> like, do you not think that there are people that walk by at a radio station in <laughs> the studio, <laughs>
9: like looking at them? But there's I a million didn't know what's people happening.
5: here. There's a million people here. Um, but then I was gonna do the the mushy kind of stuff or whatever the the historical stuff later. But let's just get into this now. The 20 years. So like when you think about 20 years, it's kind of surreal to think. Like I remember coming here in 2003 and. We moved here. We started this radio station. There were six of us. j, j- Mart was the first hire that we had that was not, that didn't come he down here. Least... With... What? Nothing. Oh, Jeez, sounds working? Staff, wait. Jeez, he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> sounds working now? Brian? Yes? Yes. Oh, okay. Forget my story then. All right. We're getting back into the top right. five to five. Let's get to the juicy stuff. Go ahead, Princess.
3: All right. If you get on the bad side of Stephanie Prince, you have to know about it. Which of these Prince feuds from the past 20 years was the best against LeBron James? LeBron, he turned his number back to 23. Be like Mike. Just play basketball. <laughs> That's what you want to do, right? That's what you grew up doing. Your whole I promise thing go play basketball, be like Mike. You're now number 23. Be like Mike.
5: Beast. You Got know Got it, girl. Keep it going. I want
3: more. Give me more. He needs to just shut his mouth to play basketball. Like, I don't want to hear you anymore. (laughs) Stop complaining. You're back in your beloved hometown where you always wanted to be. Miami is like the scum of the bottom of the earth, and you forgot about us and everything that you, you, you know, did down here and how you won championships. You forgot about us. We're nobody. Why don't you just be quiet now? You already told everybody you hate us. Be quiet now. Go play basketball. That's what you love to do. Do your charity work and be done with it.
9: I hear you. All right. Mm. Was, Interesting.
3: All right. That was pretty good. All right. What
9: are
5: uh, the contestants
3: here? Uh, we have JMP up next. Ooh. <laughs> Takeaway uh,
7: is that Alabama is clearly the best team in the country. Unlike Stephanie's fraudulent Florida State Seminoles, who every time they have the chance to step on the throat of a team, you know they do everything possible what? to try to lose the game. Alabama. Why
3: are you calling them fraudulent? They are fraudulent. That makes no because everybody sense. because
7: everybody thinks that they're the best team in the country, and I think they're
3: fraudulent. Makes no sense. They've the, beat every team. There's a W in every column in ten years. When you look back at the two undefeated seasons, are you going to say, "Oh, well, how they won't, that it, it, it won't
7: be undefeated after the year's over"? How do you know? That's my prediction. Like I, I don't think they're for real. How about Just that? Just like
3: you climbed a mountain.
7: Yeah, I think me climbing a mountain is more real <laughs> than the Florida do, State Seminoles winning words. a championship. You
3: are not good at describing things with your words today. So fraudulent is wrong <laughs> word. <laughs> climbing a mountain is the wrong word. When you have a path that's like created not a wrong
7: word. I think that Florida State is a phony. I don't think that they're that How good. How are
3: you thinking they're a phony when they've won every game? Because they do everything
7: because they play crappy teams. They play a cream puff you schedule. And they do everything teams? possible to lose.
5: Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what's going to happen? I'll, I'll give you
7: next Monday's trend right now. Jameis is going to throw five interceptions, and Florida State is going to somehow find a way in very unimpressive Florida State fashion to squeak by Georgia Tech.
3: We, That's what's going to happen next Yay, week. Yay, we won! We're on the top floor of the college football playoffs. Where's Miami? God, I can't. Nowhere. No,
7: no, you know, where's Miami? <laughs> Miami has nothing to do with this conversation. Where's Miami.
3: Don't be mad because your team sucks and mine doesn't. My team does suck. Great. So don't be mad about it. I don't understand. You can say Alabama I'm not mad is the because greatest I'm team, not but not you mad don't have to trash Florida State. We get trashed every day, all the time, by every commentator. They won the football game. They won. They haven't lost this season. They're the only team that is undefeated. So stop saying they're fraudulent and they're trashed.
5: Well, I, I got to tell you, for, two things on this that I, that I take away from that. One, I forgot how much Stephanie got mad at JMP. <laughs> like, really. And so did oh, j yeah. which was weird. j gets mad at no one. The second thing is, let's get to the obvious money shot from this. When did you climb a mountain, <laughs> JMP? What the know. hell was that reference? I don't know. I
7: have no idea. I, I barely re- uh, recall that conversation.
5: Uh, okay, all right. So he doesn't remember the mountain climbing. All right, is there all another right. contestant yeah, here? Yeah, there's two more. Oh,
3: boy. Uh, against top five scripts. Forbes releases its list of highest-paid female athletes in 2015, and UFC star Ronda Rousey is only number eight. Seven of the ten are tennis players. So Caroline Wozniacki is number three. Yeah. And then there's a racing. I don't know if that's a like car racing. Danica Patrick? Marge Simpson. No, that's stupid! <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs> oh my Marge
3: Simpson? Oh, great.
9: <laughs>
5: All right. Yeah. Well, Brian used to just kill her scripts. Oh, yeah. So Stephanie would never look at it in advance. She'd read anything. Um, and uh, yeah, she'd be, she'd be yeah. out of control. And then uh, the last one?
3: It is solo hosting. All right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> that was the most nervous thing I've ever said in my life. Um, I am out here hosting um, Evan's show. At Sports Page for Mashup Week, which we've been doing all week long, presented by Dr. John Cutler, South Florida foot and ankle specialist. Um, we're out here at Sports Page on 25th Street in US 1, just north of Palm Beach Lakes in Northwood Village. $3 drafts here, so come out, have a beer. You're going to need it for the next two hours listening to me. So, um, as I said, I am hosting Mashup Week today. I've never hosted a show in my entire life. I am told what to say on the radio, and basically that's pretty easy. Right now I have to come up with what the hell I'm supposed to talk about. And, uh, I mean, I think everyone is having a fun time, but I am so nervous. I'm sweating. Like, I'm probably going to smell so bad, so I don't know if you actually want to come out here, but I am sweating. I'm nervous. Um, I literally and definitely all day today. I've been shaking. I've been walking, pacing back and forth, not sure what I'm going to talk about because, honestly, there's nothing going on really in sports right now.
5: That last one may have been the best, but I'm gonna I'm gonna vote quickly. We gotta do this quickly here. I'm gonna vote the best Stephanie rivalry is Jampy.
10: Oh God, yes. It's not even close. It's so much fun. It was fun. (laughs)
8: Same, yeah, definitely I'm going LeBron. (laughs) Uh, Of course. All right,
3: whatever we have to. All right, number two. We've put together some home run predictions from the last 20 years.
2: Herb, like, answer it this way. Same situation last night. Right, it's a uh, rain is looming, but people know they're going to be able to go into a covered stadium. Saturday night, middle of summer against the Phillies. What would the new stadium draw?
7: I I would think it would draw close to the
8: capacity. I I do.
5: (laughs) There's going to be no little montage at the end saying the Mets are finito because this team is back. J. Martin, I normally make predictions and some bold ones, I would say. But this is one I'm going to give you right now that is so over-the-top bold and maybe so over-the-top ridiculous, but I'm willing to do it. Okay. There is a certain individual who will make his NBA debut tonight. Greg Oden has never played an NBA game. He was hurt all of last year. He is widely known as a much better defensive player than offensive player at this point. I'm telling you right now, Greg Oden is going to be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He has never played a game. What? He has never stepped on the court in the NBA. And I'm telling you, he will be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. That's how good I think he's wow. going to be. There are things about LeBron that I look at and I say, yes, I understand he's an amazing talent. But he should not be, at least in my mind, my mind looked at above Wade or above Kobe. I just I don't believe that. I, I just Because I value championships the way I do, and I value those two guys and what they did in those championships. Despite the fact that I think the path is going to come right back to Biscayne Boulevard in Miami at the AAA, I don't understand this whole methodology behind wanting to be courted. I think it ends up back in Miami, and I think overall it's good news for the Heat, but I don't get the whole LeBron mentality here. All right. So, so those are some bad predictions all across the board. I, I'm going to tell you, I understand that it's easy to go to me saying that Greg Oden is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think the worst prediction is actually Herb. I agree. Herb has years of, of knowledge of nobody going to Marlins games and said, hey, if they put a roof, it's going to be the hottest thing in Miami. Forget any club. South Beach doesn't matter. <laughs> filled. To capacity for a Marlins-Phillies game in July. I'm saying Herb's prediction's the worst. Yeah,
10: ever. that is dumb.
8: Yeah, it's Sorry, awful. Herb. At, least, at least your Greg Oden prediction, while completely terrible, terrible. terrible, was based on some type of reasoning and facts. Right. Mine, I think Steve caught me off guard with that question and I had no idea what to say. and I just said something and I said it like I knew what I was talking about.
5: Steph, which one was the worst prediction? I'll go with Herb. JMP Herb. Brian? Herb. All right. Uh, do we want to take the call before we go to the next one? Because the next yeah. one we've been building up to. Yeah. All right. Uh, here is uh, Courtney Martin, J-Mart's oh. wife, uh, joining us on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Hello, Court Martin. How are you?
11: I'm good. How are you? Uh,
5: good. Um, now, this is interesting. <laughs> I was just calling yes.
11: to congratulate you guys and also thank you.
5: You're welcome. What are we thanking us <laughs> for? <laughs>
11: Well, John and I have, like, a beautiful little family now, thanks to this whole thing. That's right. So,
5: I like the raspy voice thing. What are we trying to do here? Tell me a little <laughs> bit more about that.
11: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm on the tail end of a cold. <laughs> I like it, though.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, the reason that Courtney is actually saying thank you is we did a promotion where, for whatever reason, we said, hey, we need to, we need to build more around Jmart and We need to have j do wild and wacky things. What was, the base, what was it called? What would j do? do? What would j do? Right. Um, And so one of the things that challenges, so to speak, is would Jamar dye his hair pink? And there is actually video on YouTube of this. We can tweet it out uh, at ESPN West Palm. And he goes into a salon and he gets his hair dyed pink by a stylist in the salon. And you watch the video, you watch these two people meet, you watch one person dye the other person's hair pink, and you watch that whole process. And that stylist in that salon married that person named John Martin and now have a beautiful kid uh, named River together and literally met by a dumb promotion we did on this show because Courtney dyed John's hair pink and they got married as a result. Well, not as a result of dying his hair pink. As a result of, <laughs> of, of meeting... What do you think, Court, about him dying his hair pink today? Let's talk about that. Would you be interested in that?
9: Sure, yeah. I don't,
5: I don't believe you, as a matter of fact, at all. <laughs>
10: she wouldn't care.
5: <clears throat> Uh, Courtney, no, uh, I, I, I like
11: ahead. what he's got going on, but, you know, I'm always down for pink.
8: Okay. Hair looks great. John's hair looks fantastic. It really does hey, look Thanks, great.
11: pal. I'm
5: down for pink, too. Did you hear her on Howard? She was phenomenal.
11: <laughs> yes, I did.
5: Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> so uh, good. Well, Courtney, listen, you've said it all. Uh, I've kept true. you. I've kept you for over an hour. You have to pish, I'm sure. Um, you've said it all. Yeah,
11: I've got a little schmutz in my throat. Yes. i, I got to get off my chookus. <laughs> <laughs> that was good
5: uh courtney martin thank you for calling in we have a very important top five at five question coming up where all of us will be embarrassed and none of us know what's coming so thank you courtney
11: awesome thank you
5: all right there is courtney you. martin who me or her both or, she was gone only <laughs> haven't heard you <yet. laughs> well, okay number one stephanie
3: all right does the most embarrassing moment from the last 20 years belong to jmart
10: Pass complete to Ryan Burke, first and 10 on the 49. Dale Jones on the run, second and 10 on the 48. Pass incomplete intended for Shane Osborne, third and 10 on the 48. Chargers run up the middle for no gain. Gabriel Asafi in on the stop, second and 10 at the 30. Chargers run up the middle for a five-yard gain stop by Patrick Shanley. Third and five on the 35. Passing incomplete. <laughs> Quarterback pressure by Colby Burchard. Fourth and six on the 34. Brandon Smith with a five-yard run. Fourth and four on the 45. Chargers rush for a five-yard
8: gain. Tyler Tyler or Taylor? <laughs>
5: He did PA <laughs> Newman and
9: asking on
5: Mike Tyler or Taylor. Oh my God! I'm like, what? That's not that embarrassing. And then we got to that. That's what did great. you? What did you think it was? By the way, quickly before we get to the other ones, because Brian told you oh. that that was coming, but not the uh, what it was.
10: Oh, I gave away Stephanie's pregnancy on the air. I he did really, I don't he remember did. that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, I forgot an intern's name.
4: As you were talking to them. <laughs> yep. And I believe Evan asked you on air, of course. Yeah. You know, Evan's always yeah, yeah, yeah. really no, good. In that you sense. did it. You oh, did, I did. It. Oh, wow. Terrible job. Evan,
10: was, <laughs> Evan wasn't here. No. He he asked the question, and you told him. He said, you could uh, tell that I didn't okay. know her name, All and right. you told him to ask me. Yeah, so Evan asked it. Was it was your got it. fault.
5: Okay. you Devious. What is there another one that was in the running?
10: Uh, the, one of the times where you played that thing on me where you just walked away or whatever and made me start, and it was just <laughs> atrocious. And I feel like there was something else, too, that I guess that I'm, I'm not remembering now. But All right,
5: Stephanie, what's the next one?
3: All right, me is the next Are one. Are guys like Alex Rodriguez and Ryan Braun going to get off now? <laughs> uh, off of something. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't know. Go. <laughs> Continue.
9: <laughs> we didn't start
3: All right. next. station
5: representation south I guess you know there's like business and charity related articles a website a local website and so they did a big article on us which is tremendous which you obviously felt great about right Stephanie I would yeah. Assume?
3: yeah I think it was great
5: absolutely <laughs> tremendous right I mean this is awesome it's so obviously great. the next thing you want is a big time quote from me yeah which you get yeah <laughs> It's rewarding to be able to give, I'm reading it, this is as it's written on this article, printed on this website. Quote, it's rewarding to be able to give back to the community all while doing something I love. Incorporating fans and businesses
10: to participate and
5: have the opportunity to experience what I do every day is an experience they will never forget. I feel like, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. (laughs) (laughs)
9: <laughs> oh, God. What? In
0: parentheses, uh, uh, after that quote, it
5: says, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. Again, what is It's rewarding to be able to give back to the community all while doing something I love and incorporating fans and businesses to participate and have the opportunity to experience what I do every day is an experience they will never forget. Parentheses, I feel like the bolded part oh, is God. stupid.
9: <laughs> we we
5: yeah. forgot the that quote that I didn't even know I gave, by the way. I didn't even know. We were Stephanie got us an article on this. I didn't know anything about this, but my quote that went out to the masses that Stephanie then didn't realize and sent a mass email to the hierarchy of this company, Good Karma Brands, then had me quoted as saying, I feel like the bolded part is stupid. Can you explain this more, Prince? She's dying. I,
9: I,
3: I don't know like I was I must have been the marketing director and I was trying to get PR and there was some article and then I literally think they printed the quote <laughs> that like was supposed to be deleted where it says Brenda are the was stupid it was the article it comes out and it has to have.
9: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
5: I can't even Im- how I probably, knowing myself, how I probably felt about that.
4: Oh, my God. And I think also you didn't actually give the quote. Like, she made up the quote yeah, and like added we that. Oh, I must have her. been yeah. so mad at you. Oh, my. That must have been a month's worth of me being mad at you.
5: Oh, God. What's the, what's the next one? All
3: right. JMP.
5: JMP, what happened on Saturday night? Uh, So Saturday night,
7: uh, I'm having dinner, uh, not at Echo in Palm Beach, uh, at my house in Jupiter. And I get a phone call. uh, And on the caller ID, it says Apple Inc. with the phone number to Apple Support. The real uh, toll-free number to Apple Support. And she goes from saying that my ID might be compromised to then saying that there may be a problem with people actually getting into my network. And I start to get worried thinking that my identity may be stolen, that they may be going through my banking records, you know, all of this stuff. So then about a minute later, this woman says, oh, I've reached a point where I can no longer help you. We need to bring on a level five engineer. So... The level five engineer comes What's on. What's a
4: level five engineer. <laughs> it's it's intense at in that point. You know, yeah, that's like Defcon wow. five. Yeah. Right. Keep going.
7: Slightly more important than four. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so he keeps saying he keeps looking into it. He brings up a screen where he can't get into the back end of uh, of what he's trying to get into, and he says, "This is really, really bad. Uh, somebody is creating a child porn website." with your name and identity on it. (laughs) My wife is in the room at this point and we're both thinking, oh my God, I'm going to get
5: arrested. Now, He's, mind you, your dad is a lawyer. Yeah. The company that we work for, Good Karma Brands, has someone that is in charge of IT. Yeah. Uh, have mm-hmm. either of those two people in this moment, in this last hour, been contacted?
7: No, no, of course
5: okay, not. Okay,
4: you may continue. Well, J&P's in the case. Why do you need <laughs>
5: anyone else? <laughs> Seriously.
7: It doesn't work. It says, level three access required. Um, but I don't, this is I don't level know why five the level, Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why the level uh, five guy can't get into the level three <laughs> access. <laughs> um, but that I need a 16-digit code. I'm like, okay, so am I making up a code? Where do I get this code from? He says, you need to get it from a Google Play card that's a $500 denomination. Now, this is the first time at this point where I'm thinking, okay, this sounds really fishy. So I'm like, why am I? And he sends me to a Staples in Jupiter. I'm like, why the hell am I going to Staples? Why do I need a Google Play card? Wait, you went to Staples for five hundred dollars. Well, at this point, like I'm going through in my head, why? But yes, yeah, he still went. Despite need those this. red flags, so he no, he has an answer for everything, including he said that they will reimburse you within three to four hours, and sent me an email um, with the Apple logo on it, with like a customer support number, saying that this is proof that Apple will reimburse you within three to four hours. So at this point, dumbass me goes into the car.
1: No! Oh my god. Goes, seriously? Goes
7: goes to Staples. Well, so he doesn't want me to go to to get the ten, fifty dollar cards. So he sends me someplace else. He sends me to a GameStop, which is on the other side of Jupiter.
5: <laughs> no. No, you didn't.
7: Well, midway through my drive there, oh my God. I finally uh, thought, let me look up this phone number. Let me Google this number. And I know there's going to be a lot of things that trace back to Apple, but let's see if this is a scam. Because I'm starting to think this is a little ridiculous. You're starting to. What What was the thing,
5: as you're getting into the car from Staples, <laughs> making your way to GameStop, <laughs> what part of this now then triggered the something feels off about this? As we're now, what, it sounds yeah, how like long we're closing it in
4: two hours into this.
5: Yeah, this is probably
7: about two hours into this point.
5: <laughs> Good oh use of a
7: Saturday. Oh, my God. You think that I needed what? to delete
5: now? You were on an hour and a half with, <laughs> with another with, lady,
12: bro. With, well, with we're with, closing
5: with in legit. on four hours this
12: was, a four,
7: this was like a four and a half hour. Oh my god, exercise in futility. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Ugh. Oh my. Herb, you had not heard this story before. I don't know if you find it so unbelievably boring or uh, you were just amazed at yeah.
8: JP. When was that? Tell that me was this was like in the ago. first year of the internet no. ever. No. <laughs> no, that was like two years ago. <laughs> thats I, I've seen people do it over email with, right. like, you know, hey man, not like they copy someone's Jupiter. email, like, hey, you got to stop and get me a gift card for a thousand bucks before you come into the office, right? And I've heard of people doing that. I have never listened to the anatomy, (laughs) the play-by-play of someone getting scammed like that. It was in the golden day of
4: 2019, Herb, by the way. Why would
8: they make you go to a Staples and a GameStop (laughs) and get a gift card? Why did you need a 16-digit code from a gift card? Don't forget,
4: also this was Apple asking him to get a Google gift card. That That
8: should have been the number one giveaway. (laughs) You can't even get YouTube on your iPhone, but now but now Apple wants you to buy a Google gift card? Come on. My my goodness. That's unbelievable. Do we have anything
5: that's competing with that now?
3: Anymore? Nope, that's it.
5: Okay. The most embarrassing moment. I don't remember this moment, but the quote is unbelievable.
10: Yeah, that's great.
5: I mean, Herb obviously just put in his vote, understandably, for JMP, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just so familiar with the JMP story that I'm numb to it,
10: but that quote thing is remarkable. That quote thing is remarkable, and it was hilarious, <laughs> but the answer is still JMP, because precisely because you know that story. You know that story because it's extremely memorable because it's so great.
5: There was a moment that was so embarrassing looking back on it because I was for so long I was never actually myself on the air. I, we did a we did a random day remote for the Marlins Phillies game once, like before the game we were on at one o'clock, and I did the okay welcome to the show, and my voice cracked, and I blamed the microphone. Oh, yeah. you know, we must have tech issues there. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. That, that was very ridiculous. early though. So okay, all right. <laughs> well, here's what's gonna happen now. Um, We are still with you till 8 o'clock. Basically, we're going to have a free-for-all for for the next two hours. So beginning in like five or six minutes, basically what we're going to do here is we're going commercial free for the rest of the night. So we're going to have people pop through here. I think Jeanette's going to come through at some point. We are going to have Stephen Craig, uh, who are the CEO and president of the company. I I don't know what we're going to do over the next two hours, but it is going to be funny. It is going to be chaotic. Herb, uh, I don't want to kick you out, but I do have other people that need the microphone. So I do want to thank you for being a part of this. This was fun. Anything else that popped into your mind? story wise I mean there's probably a million that we have not thought about
8: there's way too many to share but I just want to thank you guys so much for bringing me back this was so much fun I can't believe it's already been an hour Um, yeah why don't you get someone back in here in this chair that kind of knows what they're doing Uh, but it's been it's been real I mean he was talking to you Prince it's been it's been 12 years you and I Evan have gotten remarkably closer since I stopped but just doing this hour of radio with you now I remember kind of why we split apart in the first place (laughs)
5: Well done. All right, we will take a quick break. Stephanie, you'll still hang, or what are you going to do?
3: I don't know. I'll go say hi to my kids. All right, there we go. (laughs) Stephanie doesn't
5: know. JMP, Brian, and j Martin are stuck with me for the next two hours here on ESPN 106.3.
0: 20 years ago, a new voice hit the airwaves in Palm Beach County. I've
1: been calling with the ESPN Radio 760, the Palm Beach Sports Leader.
0: A voice that was passionate about sports.
1: Good afternoon and welcome.
0: Dedicated to the community and committed to bringing fans the best coverage possible. That voice was ESPN West Palm. And for two decades, it has continued to define the sports scene in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. From the big three. Not two, not three, not To four, Friday not Night five. Lights. To
2: the ten, five. touchdown John Carroll. Touchdown Martin County.
0: ESPN West Palm has been there every step of the way. Because every day above ground is a good day. We've covered Super Bowls, NBA Finals, and everything in between. Live from PGA National, we have a Honda Classic champion. We've talked to legends and introduced fans to up-and-coming stars. It is Bobby Bowden. Coach Evan Cohen, how are things? Evan Good to talk to you again, buddy. All with you, the fans in mind. Hola!
3: Let's do this.
7: Woo,
0: that was some hot take radio. I know my basketball, brother. Sit back, relax, and join us as we take a look back at the last 20 years of sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This is ESPN West Palms 20 for 20.
5: The party continues here at ESPN 106.3. Evan Cohen with you until eight o'clock. All right, from now until eight o'clock, we are commercial free, and we are going to run through a million guests during the course of the next two hours, um, and it is going to be awesome. Brian McLevin Rowitz is here, JMP is here, Jmart is here, Evan Polizziener is here, <laughs> and joining us now. And by the way, the reason we're doing this, you heard in the open there. 20 years at ESPN West Palm, 20 years, ago, one, 20 years ago, one hour from now, was the first time that Jay Martin and I were ever on the air on ESPN 106.3. But if you were with us 20 years ago at this time, which I'm sure you were, same exact audience <laughs> that was with us then, uh, here now, the two voices you heard were Steve Politziner and Craig Karmazin. Craig is the CEO of the company now and then, and Steve is the president of the company now, but I don't know what your actual general manager of ESPN West Palm at that point uh, what's your title, and they join us now. So I will first say congratulations to you both. Congratulations to all of us. Congratulations to all of the fans and the partners that are a part of this.
1: Can people call in if they were listening back then? Was like, yeah, anyone tw- listening? Twenty something. years. Yeah. Like how how many years of the twenty have people been listening? Triple eight seven sixty ESPN eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And callers of. The 20 years of ESPN West Palm. How many have you been along for the ride with us? 888 thirty seven, seventy six. 3776 You know what's interesting? <laughs> like Mark, riding a bike. Jay marts worked here for 20, but only been here for
5: 10. <laughs> so... I thought you guys were going to talk longer. I was <laughs> taking a bite of my Duffy's food that's here. Um,
2: there is, I mean, the food here today. The spread so has not stopped. Chick-fil-A in oh, the morning. I, I was
5: involved in that. Manzo's, okay.
2: Duffy's, um, probably, what I don't know what else. Echo
4: last night. Celsius. Donuts. Donuts. There oh, are a the lot donuts. of donuts. There are two donut drops. Multiple
2: donut <laughs> yes. drops.
5: Are these, just, are these partners are these people that show up? No drop? idea.
2: Yeah, so, or they're yeah, just I food. think so.
5: Yeah, okay. Well, um, congratulations to everybody. And Craig, uh, let's start with you. Brian, get the phones. I know you don't have to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, Manzos on the microphone now. <laughs> uh, this, this microphone is falling apart on me seven times. Falling him. It's falling on It's really
9: remarkable. Hard, yes. <laughs> um, okay.
5: How did we get here? Like, how did how did ESPN West Palm exist? I don't well, know. That people
2: uh, Jmart m- took Okeechobee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, Jmart lives 70 miles west from here. <laughs>
5: How did we get here? <laughs> how did it all start? Two thousand and three, all of a sudden the station goes on the air at seven sixty, and somehow, some way, West Palm Beach, Florida was the largest market in the country without an all sports radio station dedicated to the market. So how did this happen?
1: I mean, we found out about a signal that was being put on the air by a guy who was doing it as an investment. He wasn't trying to operate the station. He found a, an opportunity at 7.60 a.m. And we were looking to launch an ESPN brand somewhere. And when we saw the opportunity with West Palm, as you mentioned, the largest market without a sports station, we also saw a market that we thought could be a sports market. We saw events. We saw retired athletes. We saw you know spring training. We saw a bunch of th- things. And so I think it was the challenge of could West Palm and the Palm Beaches be a sports market? Because if it could, then there'd be a pretty big opportunity for us. I think I don't think we were
2: I think we were more naive. I think we just thought we grew up listening to sports radio. We were doing sports radio in another market. Every market should have a sports radio station. Wow, what, how crazy. This market doesn't have a sports radio station. No, what a great do, opportunity this would well, be. Because
1: remember, though, not only was it the only the largest market without a sports radio station, it was the largest market in the country without a Division One football team or a professional sports team at the right, time. Right. Remember FAU, not D1 at the time. Yep. So it wasn't like a no-brainer hotbed sports market.
2: Wow, going through the FAU transition from d 2 <laughs> to D1 yeah, right. and now they're not even on the point. radio which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Uh, uh, yeah, what? you're yeah, you're right, but we didn't know oh, we didn't totally know what we were doing at all. Um we <laughs> were to now. We were well, maybe a little better now. We were covering um we were covering the teams and that was an era where you did you had reporters cover teams, you you took sound uh, after you put them in Sports the Center updates, don't cover teams.
5: Yeah. Uh,
9: the
5: here. The uh, uh, okay, they were doing it on typewriters back then. Yeah. I
1: think I think Steve's point is like we don't go to a lot of Hurricanes basketball games, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're a good team right but now. But we do, you and I, and that.
5: Uh, so this, is, I'm just going yeah. to intersperse stories here. There was one day, and I don't advise anybody in media uh, altering or not using proper press passes. So I want to uh, preface that first. There was a day where the Heat, before they were like legit legit, used to have Saturday at one o'clock games, like random Saturday at one o'clock games. This was a game Saturday at one o'clock. McLaughlin could probably find this. The o three o four season. Craig and I decide, hey, let's go to the Heat game. We'll get our press pass. It was Heat Kings. Okay. We meet our friend George Sedano there now, ESPN LA seven ten uh, afternoon drive host there, and we hang out with him during the game. We're like, all right, it's like four o'clock, four thirty. Let's do something else. And we realized there's actually a Hurricanes basketball game not far away, obviously, mm-hmm. in Cables. So we're like, well, we don't have any credentials. So Donald's like, let me reach out to one guy to see if I can get in touch with him. And it's not like today where, like, you can easily text somebody or it's not as immediate, right? And so we so we show up at the Canes basketball game. We go through security and show them our heat press pass. And our heat press pass got us into a Canes basketball game. <laughs> so we did a... I wish, in theory, actually makes sense of, like, Hey, if you're good enough to get in there, you're yeah. probably good enough to get in here. Like that, you know that that actually should be something in life, right? I mean, it, it should
1: yeah, be, it was but Like it how is it? The- it was only like a year and a half after nine eleven, right? I yeah. mean, <laughs> you would think <laughs> at that time security should be at its toughest. I know, I know
2: that before nine eleven, you could pretty much flash anything yeah. a business card. I actually get in. I actually
5: can't <laughs> flash anything, but I mean
2: <laughs> we, went, we got to the into the Big Ten tournament one time. I don't even think we knew we I, could get press passes and
1: we flew just flew from Palm Beach to Chicago just by flashing a, a Miami Heat credential. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> okay, hey, Tim Donovan,
4: uh, the media relations guy. Clears
5: you. So does Jeff Blue. Um, so we went to that.
4: He won 102.96. Uh, Lamar Odom led with 30 that day. Yeah. Well, yeah. La- uh, Udonis. Uh, that was a great team. Udonis
5: said earlier today, you can go at ESPN West Palm for that interview. That Lamar was actually the leader of that team more than anybody else. Uh, 17
1: and seven for Udonis. That was uh, the hard the well, That makes sense too. Of, I mean, Donald Sterling's wife foretold a lot of things that were going on with Lamar Odom back then. If you remember, Steve. We were at a Super Bowl. Yep. And she said, How did you bring up Donald Sterling and 9 11 within five minutes? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah we were in San Diego. This is about being, I mean, you have to suck people in with juicy stuff. You want juicy? Donald Sterling, you know, the, you know, maybe most controversial figure uh, that the NBA has seen in in decades. Um, his wife, we saw her at the Super Bowl. Yes. And she said, I have a bet with my friends that that Lamar Odom is on drugs. You guys are in South Florida. Can (laughs) you find out if Uh, he's on drugs? Yeah, I remember. And uh, and speaking of on drugs,
5: (laughs) after we went to this Canes (laughs) basketball game, we went to a Brazilian steakhouse for dinner. Mm -hmm. And then me, Craig, and Sedano went to a club in Mm -hmm. Miami till six in the morning where we saw other members of the media, as a matter of fact, sitting outside. Watching finding Nemo yes. on a projector screen on the side of a building till six in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, that was a fun night. But when I, I remember year one with you guys doing a show. My most vivid memory of you guys doing a show year one. Um there was there were some that were not in person for me and others that were in person. The in-person. Wait, one, wait, wait. Yeah? Now
1: the best segment on our show was called Was Anyone Listening? Well, Loretta uh, may have been
5: listening. Let's see okay. here. Hold on. Uh, Loretta <laughs> and Wes Palm on ESPN 106.3. Were you listening uh, this day in 2003, Loretta?
11: Not this day, but I started listening to you guys when I, I got a job at uh, PJ National, and I worked there, and I used to listen to you, Evan, on the way to work, and I'd hear Steve and Craig on um, at nights, on my days off, and everything. And I, my, my vivid memory with you guys is I um, at Honda Classic. I was working, and I all, all I wanted to do. I had told the girl in marketing all I wanted to do was meet Evan Cohen. And I remember bringing <laughs> Not the you first a couple girl of that has felt that way. Water. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And you made my day. I didn't care about the golf or anything. I got to meet Evan Cohen. And Steve, um, me and Steve have uh, have run into each other many times since, but the first time I met Steve, um, I was bartending at an event, and I heard this voice, and I knew I knew the voice, but I couldn't picture why until I, like, closed my eyes for a second and I realized it was him, and I walked up to him and told him how I was such a big fan of the station, and that was, like, the first year. You guys are
2: on. And that is uh, awesome great story. Loretta's I mean, great. I've known Loretta since that day and seen her so many times over the years. I mean, uh, Pond, a great West fan Pond and a better a person. small
1: town, right? Well, like once you once you're around. Yep. 19 plus years, Loretta. Loretta Unbelievable. Long Loretta, that time, is long awesome. Time. Thank you yeah. so
5: much for that. That is just that's you're awesome.
11: You're the only station I've I, I listen to, guys. So just so you know that. That oh, is that's great. Well, now wait, that's
2: by choice, right? It's not no, just that you're broken. <laughs> she,
5: has, she only has one preset and no dial. It's really remarkable. For a long time, yeah, old, We can get you a new car at <laughs> no, morris.com really. for more information. <laughs> Loretta, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it.
11: Yeah, twenty more years at least, guys. Yes, you got to keep right. listening. Yep. There you Thanks. go. Bring so back and the Stephen
9: Craig show. Uh, and and, and Evan Cohen. Cohen. I'm sorry. Bring what? back the
2: Evan Cohen <laughs> vignettes. Or Evan Pollack Senior can host
5: anytime he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Evan Cohen maybe not as much.
6: Rick and North Palm. What's up, Rick? Well, just want to say I've been listening to you guys from day one for 20 years. I remember Stephen Craig. I remember all you guys. Hey, I've I've gone to hockey games with you. I've won. Uh, a trip where you know, we took that bus to the hockey game. Uh-huh. Um, I think, Evan, you might know Bill used to play basketball with uh, you. Oh, yeah. Billy, uh, Hudson. Like Billy, Billy, H. H. Billy Hudson, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best. Yep, you're right, right, good friend of mine. And so, yeah, I go way back, and I've been listening to you guys ever since. And you know what I think makes it so fun to listen to? You're just a bunch of regular guys. You're not a bunch of these jobs. Ex- I'm
5: athlete. not. I'm a and very mean- big prima donna.
6: <laughs> 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 yeah. But you know, you just talk like we. That's right. We talk. You talk like we talk with our friends. Thank you. you Bust some balls here and there, but very enjoyable, really relaxing to listen to you guys for twenty years. Hey,
5: Rick. Rick, Thank you. Thank you. But can I tell you a story about the great Bill Hudson? One of the great interior post players. You you cannot stop Billy Hudson (laughs) in the post, and Bill Hudson (laughs) is a great man and a great friend. And he's one of these foxhole guys that if you were ever in trouble in life, you call Bill Hudson and he will help you out of it. But Bill Hudson did something very important for me and actually which turned into a great relationship for the radio station, interestingly enough. Bill Hudson would come in to play basketball with us at 7 o'clock in the morning. Wait, is
1: this the 75-year-old guy who Steve punched? No, no, no. no, no. (laughs) No. Bill Hudson.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bill Hudson and me is motorcycle and a cigar.
5: So Billy would come in, his breath would be of cigar and McDonald's coffee, Mm -hmm. and I never had McDonald's coffee before. And Bill, guarding right. Bill in the post oh, actually made me like McDonald's coffee because I was drinking it through his breath every and day. He an and then, then I became an the the endorser next- for McDonald's locally, and I'm about to potentially become the endorser nationally on Sirius XM wow. for McDonald's. Thanks to Bill Hudson's breath. And <laughs> his terrible breath. Yeah. 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 Billy Jaymar, your terrible breath never did anything for me. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, geez. Well, oh, Rick, please pass that on to Bill. That Evan has a pending national I endorsement contract.
13: Yeah, but I mean, hey, okay, our, our love, our love to Bill Hudson. Oh, yeah. he's the best.
2: The Absolutely, best. Right, thank, thank you, you, Rick.
5: By the way, so so what? Craig two was people, referencing two people, twenty years. It's, it's, I don't know what the
1: over under was on uh, how many people were the actually going it? to call. Our, uh, I, I thought, well, I mean, we're commercial free. I thought we would try to play. Was anyone listening? And ask people what is sure. this sports radio station <laughs> celebrating twenty years? Yeah, the yeah. 760-3776,
9: yeah.
5: how, how long tough. have you
9: been
4: listening to this radio station, <laughs> Steve? I will say the over under for callers throughout the twenty hours is five and a half. We're <laughs> still at the under right now.
2: <laughs> really? Yes. Well, no one's been really taking calls. Nobody's been taking calls. Just
1: Want to call it? Let's get him, hit the over yeah. on this. Yeah, 8, I mean, I was listening could,
2: at three in the morning <laughs> when Doug Sosha was going through the um, the uh, creation of the Oxbridge football program. <laughs> there By is right, some fascinating history the best thing, being told.
5: The best thing done so far in this this twenty hours, twenty for twenty, is the thing I heard. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Brian intelligently had a bunch of taped interviews run during. Jordan and Nolan show. <laughs> so they barely talked this morning. <laughs> so there was a
9: sixteen minute interview with Ken Kennerly
5: taped during a one hour show. But well, <laughs> the guys? cleaning crew just came in. No. Ken can I, just, try- can I clean up a couple things okay, here? Because yes. there's a lot of things that are out there. You made reference to a 75-year-old person that Steve got into a fight with. There was a guy that we played basketball with by the name of Toby. Um, and Toby was a good basketball player, an intense guy, and all that kind of stuff. And at one point, Steve um, threw a basketball at Toby. <laughs> While we were playing, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, we were just not communicating that well that day, and uh, <laughs> just needed a little bit of a wake up call. And to and be fair, are you, age discriminate? Oh, I can't throw a basketball at you because you're seventy five? Like you could, probably so, want to be treated like a. You know, regular the,
5: person. The other two things I wanted to clean up, my two favorite moments from you guys when you when we started the station here from, from your show that I vividly remember. One was you guys, uh, and I'll let you tell the story in a second, being so late to a show that you got there after it ended, and then you actually committed a crime and route unintentionally. That's number one. Number two, the most famous memorable remote we have uh, at that time. So there, there were, at you know, in West Palm and Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, there are big sport uh, sports events. Honda Classic, Tennis mm-hmm. Championships in Delray Beach and then awards. The Hall of Fame, which Steve now has emceed many times and is now in and nobody ref- wants to put me in. And then also, <laughs> nothing better there, and then the Grozo Awards. So, the, this big college football awards show, they're letting us be a part of it. We're honoring all these people. And we're there for the broadcast. And Ohio State had just come off of winning a national championship against Miami. Sorry, JMP. And Jim Tressel, Jim Trestle is the head coach at Ohio State. He's now the guest speaker at the Grozo Awards. Stephen yep. Craig were doing four to seven at that time. They're sitting there suited up, all ready to go. This is a big spot. We have this guy on. And he sits there, (laughs) Trestle's sitting in between them. We have a station sign. And the station sign falls on his head, and hits him in the head during the interview. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was
2: probably me on the on the setup there. I, I think Twenty years later, I can admit I think I was the um, the culprit.
1: I'll blame the masking tape. Yeah. we should have had better. <laughs> Explain
5: how you can show up to a remote broadcast after it ends. I,
1: it's simple. We're new. We, you
2: know, I we took a wrong turn. There's no ways. You know, we took a wrong turn. We were supposed to broadcast from the Panthers I mean, game in Sunrise, game. and we ended up at Dolphin Stadium. And, and uh, <laughs> a little oversight somewhere on the turnpike, we got confused. And the uh, the crime that you're talking about was the um, the the arm that goes up and down when you pay Out the sawgrass. Yeah, when no, that was on the turnpike when you pay the uh, you know, when you pay the toll. We were late. We, I don't know if we had money. We blew through the arm, <laughs> smashed it all over. It still didn't get us there. Uh, on time for the but remote.
1: But did we do it from the car? So because we were in a station vehicle while we were doing that. What I don't
2: remember though is did we do it from the car? Sometimes Evan would have to in. stay oh, longer. To, to do yeah. a three-hour
5: Panther remote. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, but we were on were the south. Yeah, we were yeah. both on the cell phone. Yeah, Panther yeah. remote
2: from the station. A re- reverse remote.
5: Oh yeah. uh Here's an A one since day one. He used to call all the time. He's the best. Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo?
6: Hey, guys, thanks for taking my
5: call. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. Every time, he's never done the anything but thanks for taking my call. What's up, Leo? <laughs>
6: um, I just wanted to do a quick story time of how I became a fan of the station. I was uh, in high school, um, 03, 04, 05. I graduated at 05, and I went to Suncoast High School. And I was like, I had just got my driver's license in 2003, and I'm like, okay, I'm into sports. You know, I want to see if there's any sports stations because I haven't really heard of anything. And like, so I I've, I'm flipping through a uh, you know FM, and there wasn't anything on, so I switched to AM, and I stumble upon 760. And every morning drive to going to school, I would have that on, and you know, coming home after soccer practice or after football practice or something, I would have it going. I would have it on. And I just, I've loved the station ever since. And it's grown up like you guys have, I remember, Evan, when you were Hi, like Leo, 23 years Leo, old, you, Have out. you uh,
1: just thinking like we're still in the same spot that we were in 20 years ago? Have you, have you graduated high school? <laughs> like have you moved on to other things? Or are you kind of in the same spot like we are right now?
6: <laughs> I was going to go the super senior route, but I said no. And I graduated on time and everything. And I ended up, you know, g- going away at, uh, to UCF uh from my undergrad and then got my graduated at FAU so go owls and uh I'm just been a I've been a loyal listener ever since and you guys and you guys just brought back a lot of memories for me today so I really appreciate that And,
5: and let me apologize Craig interrupted you when you were talking about me you may continue
6: <laughs> But by the way for
1: parents uh, yeah, yeah, Excuse me
5: uh, he's talking about me go
1: ahead. <laughs> and you wonder why you're not in the Hall of Fame hasn't yeah. you even been nominated for the puppies no, county even, Hall of Fame. nobody even attempted to do that Yes Leo <laughs>
6: No, I just want to say, yeah, and Evan Cole, and you were, you know, I didn't always agree with you you being a Patriots fan or being a Fairweather Patriots fan and Tom right. Brady fan. I didn't always agree <laughs> with a lot of the takes, but, you know, I would always listen, always call, and uh, and I always appreciate you, man. And you're, you're the utmost professional, and when we switch from 760 to 106.3, or when you guys switch from 760 to 106.3, I know I called in. I said, Are "You guys gonna still take calls? Are you guys gonna still be loyal to the listeners?" And you said, "For sure." And and you know, you're a man of your word, and and you know, people remember stuff like that. So thank you. I want
5: to add one other thing, by the way. Wasn't there an interaction with you and Steve at a restaurant once, or something like that? I, I could have sworn
6: Steve, you met. Didn't you meet Steve? No, I, I've met uh, I've met Brian uh, McLeverrow. It's at the fair one time. And uh, I've you know I've done a couple of the events like I came when they had the wrestling event the release of the Ric Flair thirty for thirty yeah and so yeah but I've I, once the the earliest days of the show you guys were out there I think at like Sunfest or something and promoting the show mm-hmm. and you guys give me like a trivia and I was like. I guess the wrong lady of the who gave the updates was like Debbie Jeter or something. Yeah, like there you go.
9: Yeah, that's a great pull. Well done.
5: Uh, by the way, by the way, Leo, and thank you for the call as always. Uh, Debbie's still a major part of this company. Um, and unfortunately, could not be here today, but Debbie's still um, bigger than ever in terms of her role in the company and dominant in this company. So, great memory there with Debbie Jeter. Um, we, we do have to shuffle other people in. And, Steve, I know your mom is here, and I know you're, you, just, you really want to make sure you get out there and talk to her as much as possible uh, over the next uh, Can we hour. play? And a
1: half. Was anyone listening? Yeah. Did we? I, no, I want to actually play a round of it right now. We just did. No. No, like the actual. Yes. Okay, go so, ahead. So, okay, Brian, to make this legal, okay, we we need to get someone's permission before they come on the air. Okay. So the way it works is you, you dial 561 so we could hit someone in the local area and then just dial a random combination of numbers okay. and then off the air, ask them, or, you know, you're being recorded. You're live on the radio. Are you okay going on the radio? Nobody
5: answers numbers that they don't know anymore. And I know. Plus, and well, an 8-8 eight eight number. They never R-I-D, did. It, said, it still says fishing headquarters when you call out from that phone. <laughs> <laughs> i hey,
2: We are. We are. We are your fishing headquarters. <laughs> and then, so, ESPN 106-3. Yes, if they say yes, Jordan, you okay. bring
1: them on. If they don't, you cannot bring them on. It would be an FCC violation. Okay. And then if they say yes, you know, then we will ask them what is All right, the so here's what we'll do. Palm Beach's sports leader for the last tw- and Treasure Coast sports leader for the last twenty years. And if they correctly say ESPN yeah. West Palm, they will get. Does anyone remember the prize uh, for for winning the cash call? Five dollars. Five dollars. Yes, yep. it is the five dollar cash call. Yep. So, which will, is not was anyone
5: listening? No, you I literally can yeah, do nine <laughs> different things. Do we yeah. need to draw? And I was just thinking that this? this
2: show <laughs> has a lot of potential. We should do this regularly. But
1: <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how the cash call turns yeah, out. Isn't it illegal to
2: call people's mobile numbers now? Also, is there something about that? No, no uh, if there's not. There's some Federal Trade commissioner no, We're trying to give them money. <laughs> we're, we're trying to you're give right, Jay money. We're trying to
1: give them money. We're not asking for money. This is not a scam. We are. Just trying to give you money if you know the answer to this Uh, question. You know the thing about Craig
5: is
2: he's somehow this is somehow going to work out, which is so
5: annoying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Jmart won't know the answer. (laughs) What else?
5: Um, No, I was just saying when you think back to the 20 years and And everything that ever. They have a chance to win
1: money. You can do this (laughs) all fair. (laughs) Here
9: we go. No, no, that
4: would be
1: how other people would do
9: it. We do it on here. So I've gotten through to no one. I'm over oh, 2 yeah. in like yeah. what yeah. numbers are. <laughs> yeah. so when you think back
5: to the 20 years and you think back to how this is all developed, et cetera, et cetera, what do you think about ESPN West Palm today? Like when you're looking around all these great fans and teammates and partners that are around here, um, we have this, I guess, a happy hour or something going on here. I see a yep. million people around here. Um, no wonder why it's commercial-free, so I don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> doing.
5: perfect. <laughs> I didn't know that, so I would have had commercial-free all day if I knew that. <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead, Steve.
2: <laughs> Um, there are so many people that have come back and it almost it's sort of muddies what
5: are you excited to see that's a good one
2: well it muddies together it muddies together (laughs) when people were I made people start writing on the wall what years they were here so I can, instead of saying, were you here with so-and-so, now I can I just look that. up and see where it is. And it probably peaked when John O'Terry and Jim Rutledge were here. <laughs> and I didn't know if I should introduce them or if they worked together for, for four years. So uh, I, to me, it is the history. It's all the names and people. I and mean, even just hearing from a couple of the callers, is so, it's so great to hear because that's like the purpose, right? We came on. By the
5: way, I'm getting reports about your mom she spilled the drink all over them <laughs>
2: Already, <laughs> great great all right, cut her off um no but um evan to me it was like that you, you hear from a couple callers and i think it just like epitomizes you don't do this unless you, you ha- we're going to be able to have fans listeners and participants and all the partners who, who dropped things off and who've stopped by you know today it takes all of it we wanted to do this like we wanted to bring sports radio here but it wouldn't have worked and people had said you're gonna have trouble there's not they're all not fans of something it's a it's a weird place Palm Beach county and the group of fans and then of course partners want to reach those fans and made it all happen so that that's what I
4: keep
1: thinking about 888 760 ESPN. tell us how long you've been listening in Wait, the last 20 the years.
4: I read eight, zero eight, people, by the way. The only voice I've heard is a uh, insurance recording.
1: I like the how long you've been listening. 888-760-3776. How long have you been with us? Because uh, Brian said the over-unders uh, that we'll get five and a half calls in this. Well, that was over 20 hours.
2: Right, but <laughs> you, nobody, the, nobody else would, would do calls. So let, let, you know, <laughs> we're, we're up to
5: three. Let's
1: let uh, let's get 30. Although I will tell
5: you, you, know what, you, we know what Brian did to me today in this 10 to 12 show? So we, we have all these guests on, and we were so thankful to have them. And we were expecting Steve Walsh to call in. So Brian puts up the U. Like if you just think about any, any University of Miami player putting up the U. And he points down at the phone, and I said, oh, okay, so Walsh is on. And he meant Udonis Haslam was on. If you do the U <laughs> you, in yeah. the U-shaped, doesn't that mean somebody with Miami? That, you can't use the U for UD, right?
2: Yeah, I think you would do almost like a finger um, U. Or just 40. Yeah. You would do 40. He a Canes yeah, fan,
5: even though he went
7: to
4: Florida. Okay, well, I was talking <laughs> to you guys. James, heart and soul. Over there. Maybe heart and soul. Or just Udonis <laughs> is on. Right, yeah. I to say, yeah. I would like to know how Steve would like me to demonstrate heart and soul. <laughs> I talking. don't know. Evan's son
2: told me last week that he's number 40 because he is the heart and soul, and it's a responsibility. So That's
1: I figured— I think 40 might be easier than heart and soul. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I want to see Brian do the heart
5: and soul. Uh, company-wise, Craig, I want to ask you one serious question. How did the success over the 20 years of West Palm— As the CEO of Good Karma Brands, which owns radio stations in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Milwaukee, Madison, Cleveland, all over the country, and has many brands all over the country, how did this success here help lift the other parts of this company?
1: Well, so first of all, West Palm is the single most successful market in the history of the company. So financially, it naturally lifts the company when you have a a market uh, performing at the level that West Palm has performed over the years. But then when you think about it, there's two other big-time ways it's impacted. First, there's teammates. We've talked about how many teammates it's great to see back here, but so many of those are back because they are somewhere else in the company impacting other, other aspects of the business. But I think the, the most underrated thing about it is it is so easy in any company to feel like you're out on the island. You're the redheaded stepchild. You're the, the, the office that's the, uh, the faraway office. West Palm has always been uh, until the last uh, year, the furthest office away from our home office, and West Palm, there was never that like defeatist attitude about it. West Palm was a you know a cultural you know hotbed of GKB and of our company, and so I think what it proved was that what we were doing was possible to scale. Yeah, right. That it didn't have to be in one place, and that you could do it this far away and this successfully showed that if you could do it here. Why couldn't you do it anywhere?
5: So uh, part of this today has been about kind of the evolution of the show that we did after you guys um, left doing Afternoon Drive and all the different people that were a part of it, from J-Mart to JMP over there. Herb was on before. Ken Levicka Can we talk earlier. about
1: the whole oh. what happened, Brian and <laughs> – I mean. Brian and Jeanette. That's why right. I, I, I in. have a plan. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> like, I'm not like all the other hosts you have
5: here. I mean, anybody, you're, I don't know who runs your content at this place. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh. so the the interesting thing is, so Jmart mart uh, moved into sales, right? And it was time, Jmart to do other Show things. Um, needed to make money and et cetera, et cetera. And so Brian kind of came up as the next producer and was with me for a while. And Brian was trending in a great direction of management. Um, and now just run, because okay. Craig constantly
2: cuts you off, I got to put one in there. <laughs> no, you can
5: it, cut it, me it, off. It's just changing the direction of why I just told her to come in. <laughs> Brian is have you
2: Brian's been unbelievable the last week. I mean, I think before that right? he You're was saying, okay. No. Like, what yeah. he's I done. done I the ma- it, 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 Did you go home last no, night? No. Uh, at, I had an
4: hour at a Pratique's hotel room All today. the that guests,
2: all the you know everything that's happened while doing TV and all the rundowns and all the
4: emails it's that we're getting, he we did an unbelievable. I- and I
2: still text him like. Brian, we need to get a TV camera over to the Little League games. Oh, I
4: just we're not got a text to to tomorrow, by the way. Oh, forget to it.
2: To oh my, I'm gonna get 15 hate emails. I heard forget it's not it. 10 day, so it's Wait, not a big uh, deal. I'm uninterrupting, Evan. You're about <laughs>
5: to interrupt all you want. I just have a. I, there's a reason I'm doing things the way I'm doing it. So Brian leaves. He gets this amazing opportunity to be the executive producer at WPTV News Channel Five. The pandemic happens. We don't have sports. Brian then needs to bring in an entire new team. He brings – Keeley, thankfully, is still there. He brings in Theo and Tyree. we got this great team of people, but they're all new. So he can't be worried about the show. So I'm kind of in no man's land. And this is, you know, obviously 2021, 2022, or whatever it is. And I'm in no man's land. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do on this show? I need somebody. I just need somebody. And Stephanie Prince, our general manager, and Craig Carman, our CEO, both convinced me together to try out this wild, wacky, wild card person named Jeanette Javier. Deal with what I'm about to say. What I knew about Jeanette Pryor was that when I wasn't home once, she went to my driveway at my house and made out with another teammate who was staying at my house, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, till a decade later.
1: Wow. You heard it during the 20 news. hours. That's wait, big news. Wait, you didn't know that they were staying at your house? Or <laughs> I, did, I don't or know, know that they were making out.
5: I knew one of them was staying at my house. I didn't know the other one may have been staying at my house, too. <laughs> Interesting. Okay? Yeah. So that's what I had kind of heard. She comes back. Stephanie's like, I don't know, there may be something with her. I'll never forget. I was—I literally went for a run on the West Side Highway in New York, and I'm on the phone with Craig, sweating like a madman. And we're really having this deep conversation because I take this stuff really seriously. In case no. anybody hasn't noticed, And
2: you're fun. Yeah, uh, Loretta brought you those two bottles of water.
1: <laughs> I could use another yeah. one, by the way.
2: Like, like Evan, that was a highlight and, for Evan too.
1: And he's like, and Loretta, don't post that picture on Facebook. I remember yeah. I took a bad picture with you. Yeah, yeah. She's like, like,
2: Evan, my entire life's dream was to like meet you and bring you water, which I know is the only you liquid besides the coffee from the bad breath coffee situation. And the Coke Zero. <laughs> <Not anymore. laughs> and the crystal light.
5: That is that is very true. <laughs> so Craig and I are talking, Stephanie and I are talking, and they really kinda of got it in my head, give this crazy person a chance. And even though she thinks she was here for 20 of the 20 years and only one, and everybody else was here the other 19, which has to get through her mind at some point, mm-hmm. Craig, do you, I don't know if you remember this conversation. The person I'm talking about is Jeanette Javier, who my last year of doing a show here, five days a week, was a part of the show and was as memorable as anyone I ever worked with on this station.
2: And we will learn Craig's thoughts after this. We now, know, we have no
1: commercials. What are you doing? a good tease. a good tease. Best (laughs) season of his career I
2: I thought it was perfect
1: Well it's time for uh, JMP Can you give us a every? You know what we do You didn't finish the story I know but it's 37 after the hour We need a JMP sports update And then we'll come back with the uh, Jeanette uh, uh, story JMP what do we got
7: Uh, Looks like in the SEC Oh the score just went out Uh, (laughs) NFL Combine Lucas Oil Stadium Indianapolis Brian, you had the music oh, ready good. to go? Oh, good, good. Also, now this tonight is- on ESPN 106.3, after we're done, the Heat will lose another inexplicable
1: game to the New York Gosh, Knicks. Shut his mic off. Shut up. How dare you? Wait, I thought like was like the market leader in mm-hmm. sports <laughs> updates. That was, that was horrible. Okay, back to the story. I do remember the conversation, and I remember just – Talking about what you guys Had told me about Jeanette Right And the you idea- didn't
5: know her At that no, point No right? I didn't
1: know her at all But what I knew was You were describing Like the perfect compliment To you And that everything That you weren't She was And you had evolved So much as a broadcaster That I thought Evan Whoa. never even made out On his own driveway <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know that I
7: <laughs> I you crashed into his driveway once. You can't do better than that. <laughs> you quit on that. I mean, I
9: had it finally. Final. Took me that twenty years. That was a great line. That was such a
5: good
2: line. I literally had been on the air twenty-five years, and this is the first good line you know, I've
1: had. The outside too. may have also out. Too. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So you you had grown so much as a broadcast that you were ready to work with people who were different than you, and I think that's what you know when you talk about what's fun to listen to. It's people who, who bring different points of view, and, and everything you were saying made me think that there could be something special mm-hmm. with a combination of you and Jeanette, and I didn't see any downside to it, especially given where you were mentally around, you know, feeling like the show needed to be reinvented. How did
5: you feel about it, Brian? Because you, you you were the one who brought her back to the company. She was an intern, and then you brought her back.
4: Yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing from a personality standpoint. Like, we lost it when Steph left, and, like, I always felt even my role was better as like a three. So I thought it would work just from a like storytelling and just, we didn't really need the hardcore sports stuff.
2: Yeah. You're better as a three than a four. (laughs) And and it depends what kind of (laughs) offense you're running. But yeah, I'm with you.
4: Well, you you lost that. I
5: I
9: actually
2: thought it was very good. (laughs) Now Jeanette, take take
5: JMP's mic because he destroyed the heat. So he loses the mic. Uh, In the meantime, and JMP hang out here, of course, as well. Jamar, what did you think about
10: it when she was going to join the show? I didn't know about it when she was going to join the show. I wasn't <laughs> a part of it. that decision, man. Have you guys met, Jamar? <laughs> We've met. This is Jeanette over here in the orange. It before it happened, I didn't know about it until it was it, it was already happening, and it was great.
5: Great. Uh, Jeanette, <laughs> your, uh, Jeanette, I don't even remember how it came about in terms of communicating with you. Did you know any of the Craig part of this or Stephanie part of this?
14: Stephanie, yes. Craig, no. That's awesome. Thank you, Craig. It's It was an amazing part being here. I don't know. I'm trying not to cry right now. That was wonderful. Thank you.
5: That's all you're going to say?
14: What do you want me to say, Evan? Do you want me to go into this? Our year together is probably one of the most fun years. And the fact that... Craig, Give us what? the others
2: so we can see what's
14: what, <laughs> no, no, the we sign.
2: Don't have, we don't have enough the choices.
5: There was a guy and, with the Orlando Magic. There were three guys in <laughs> the FAU basketball team. Yeah, there was the make-out on the driveway here.
14: On the court, Evan, not off. Okay. Uh, uh, and, Craig, that is one of the highest compliments I've probably ever received in Good Karma Brands. The fact that you knew, you trusted me to be on the biggest show here Drive time show commercial free in a top 40 market without really sitting down and having a conversation knowing my background, knowing where I'm from, knowing these crazy stories. What an honor. And thank you so much for that. Um, again, one that well, last year with Evan Cohen and all the opportunities that have come from it have absolutely added so much like vibrancy
1: to my life and who I am. Well, think about that, what Jeanette brought in terms of, we talk about people who are willing to bring their most. You know, genuine selves. That was her to you know (laughs) to listeners, right? Because that's when you resonate. Like when you're real,
5: and like you know, I wouldn't say my age. I wouldn't say anything about my wife. Nothing for
1: a decade plus. I mean, when Evan started, I mean, you wanted people to think you were 45, right? For the first, first. and I'm still not
5: 45, which is the (laughs) irony of this, (laughs) right?
1: And so, so to have someone coming into that position in her career and from day one being willing to be that vulnerable. I think is, is why you, you both worked because Evan, you were at that point where you were ready for that, and she was ready for that from the jump.
5: It's interesting because like I have a tremendous amount of guilt when I think about it. Of like, God, what could Jmart and I have been if I was the person and broadcaster I am today then? Because Jmart has a, a tremendous amount of life stories, also. But I was like making. I'm married,
10: J- Evan. You said, "What could we have been?" Sorry.
9: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Keep it moving.
10: But,
5: <laughs> j Martin like, we used to make, like, make out on your driveway. I mean, yeah, we used to make out on my
14: driveway. By the way... Your driveway got more action than you, have at some point.
5: JMP, by the way, had a slip-in line. This is not a, a false story. I have... My driveway, when I had this house in Boynton <laughs> Beach, had a wall. Like, up Do You remember the back of my driveway, Steve, where it was, like, a, a kind of a wall yep. to get in? Brian, you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Wrigley Field. Yeah, uh, yeah. JMP
4: crashed into that wall. <laughs>
5: Picking me, in a car, in a car, just, picking me up for in a car? Picking me up for
4: Sadar's wedding. No joke. We were that going is a good Sudano- Craig question because I can also see JMP walking into that wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. I mean, be more there. specific right. on the I, I, mode he of transportation.
9: was during the Poppy's <laughs> Marathon and yeah. crashed into your yeah. wall. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that might be. I, 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 there was a story ahead, told earlier today when we, we were with the team and telling some of the all time great stories. <laughs> That JMP participated <laughs> on a team relay yeah. on the Palm Beach <laughs> Marathon, and the but, good runners, I don't know yeah, why we the, set it up this way.
1: This the first leg. Yeah, yeah. We are like, you have the biggest crowd.
2: Yeah, the good runners, may, might have been the shortest leg for or something like that. The good runners were waiting for him. and <laughs> Where he was, because he got lost on the <laughs> yeah. marathon. But, but getting
1: lost on the first leg. Yeah, marathon, like everyone's still together. Yeah, you could just follow the crowd. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
5: but when we, so when we first started with Jmart, and this is horrible looking back on, it, and I feel terrible about this. Like, I tried to make I him- see
1: horses. I think mm-hmm. I'm in Wellington. Is this not the Palm Beach
5: Mar- the Marathon of the Palm Beaches?
1: I might be lost. Oh my God. Port St. Lucie.
5: Huh. Why do I see David Wright all of a sudden here? But we used to try to make j Mart like this sports expert. And G Mart knew nothing about sports. Instead yeah. of saying, like, oh, you're the guy on day one of school that a potted plant fell on your head? oh, you're the guy that was watching an adult entertainment movie during a hurricane at your family's house, left it in the VCR at the time, your dad came home and played it in front of your your <laughs> sister's children. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. and her,
1: his dad, who is a the priest. priest. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: That's right. true. Those yeah. stories he had, now he may not have remembered them, but he had those stories, and Jeanette was like the female version of that, and I was ready at that time to get those came out of that. it. yeah. yeah. But Jay Mart was, like, had to, breaking down the Marlins bench. Yeah.
4: And the other crazy thing, we uh, discovered it towards the end. Jay Martin knows more about sports now than he did 20 years
10: ago.
5: 100%.
4: Because
10: of his trading cards. Yeah.
5: <laughs> he knows everything because of his cards. Yeah.
10: the way, hurricane story happened while the station was going on. By the way. So I didn't come into the station with that story. Well, you know what I'm Nothing's
1: more compelling than 20-year-old baseball talk. But right now, 0-3 <laughs> Marlins. Let's go. Ca- okay, catcher, Pudge. It's insanely mm-hmm. underrated team when you okay, look back at so it. Okay, so go, go. Pudge, ahead. Derek
5: Lee. Uh, Luis Castillo, Alex Gonzalez, Mike Lowell, Miguel Cabrera, uh, Juan Pierre, uh, Juan, Cast- uh, Juan Carnacion, Jeff Conine was a backup outfielder, uh, Josh Beckett, Brad Penny, Carl Pavano, A.J. Burnett was out for the season, Mark Redmond was the fourth starter. Ugi, wow. Urbina, That's Ugi Urbina and the other closer.
2: Oh. Um...
5: I got the initials. No, stop. Ugi Urbina it was with the Blue Jays, too
1: wasn't was he old was he old no. Old or young at the time oh no,
5: no, prime like in his prime
1: the, the marlins initials. went through BL.
5: closers for a long time let's say brad Lane. no
2: brad
1: late <laughs> 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 dl d-, d steve
4: going with Doug. Steve- <laughs> b <laughs> d- b as a boy b is a boy braden <laughs> <laughs> Looper. Yes. Oh. Wow. Yeah,
2: I didn't have that. I didn't that have that. That
4: was pretty good. <laughs> by yeah, Doug wouldn't have worked either, Steve. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Steve I, mean,
5: that. That, that, I just yeah. got the 03 Marlins off the top of my head. Was pretty damn good. Yeah. But that yeah. was that was fun. Okay, so year. of the 20 yeah. years,
1: uh, top, top. Uh, let's go top five teams in in. Uh... Yeah,
5: we did this a little bit earlier, <laughs> um, and it was hard because. The reason that everybody had a problem with this is everybody meshed all of the Heat LeBron teams yeah. together as one, right, which, which is not, not
1: fair necessarily. No, that's fair because the oh, Gators okay. – what about Gators, Gators football?
5: The Tebow, football, the Tebow years, yeah, Tebow those, and
1: Leak. Yeah, those no, like two. No, those,
5: those, those three, but yeah. two titles. Yep. Them Gator boys with Horford, Noah, Brewer, Humphrey, Green. Back to Unbelievable back, yep. back to yeah. back. Yeah. We were all into that, mm-hmm, right? We were mm-hmm. very into that. The 03 Marlins, the LeBron years, the Wade and Shaq years, obviously – was A huge part of it, the Dolphins never had a year for us.
2: Maybe, maybe, the Tony Sperano oh, playoff oh, oh, eight. year, yeah,
5: wait, oh, against the
2: yeah, Rams. Evan that's doesn't, well, like, to, Evan doesn't like to acknowledge that well, year. Tom was hurt, there Tom wasn't was hurt. an NFL that <laughs> season. Brady was hurt. I don't know if that. Te- I mean,
1: that does that team even crack top 10? Um, no, because I think because
2: have. it's the Dolphins, right. Like the scope that also was I a mean, fascinating s- team. They were the only team in NFL history to be the um, least penalized uh, team in NFL history, and I forgot. Oh, and the uh, plus one, the plus minus turnover ratio. Only yeah. team in NFL history. All
9: remember right,
4: when Andy, we said Steve should have walked out after that comment? Yeah.
2: No, I, I, I saved that. I saved that.
5: All right,
1: all right. On the baseball uh, front. Now, uh, yeah, for
2: anyone But we haven't any. even hit the Panthers.
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, what Panthers team? Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't
2: I, know. I was trying to tease that for somebody else to take it. Okay, but
5: there was there – was, see, this is the thing that you remember 20 years ago. Like, Jmart and I are connected over the 3 04 heat. And Steve and I are connected over the 03 Miami Hurricanes. Neither team has any historical significance with literally anything, mm-hmm. but our first year being here, that the 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 years with j uh, the the Heat. I mean, Steve was in on that team also, but J-Mart and I happen to talk about that all the time. Where that was Udonis's first year, yeah. Wade's
2: first year. We did the we did the remotes. Lamar, I mean, it yeah. was it yeah. was awesome. Stan would was come the, on before the games. Dwayne would
5: come awesome. on. It was just awesome, right? And Steve and I would have the longest drives in the history of the world to go to Kane's games. And we both moved here from Wisconsin, and we were so excited. Like, hey, Wisconsin football is big. But we're going now to the National champions. This is going to be ridiculous. We drive there. I think we parked in Jeanette's driveway, as a matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) That's
14: where we parked. (laughs) We didn't make out, for
2: the record. We just drove together.
14: (laughs) Yeah. um, You only make out in Evan's driveway. So we parked. Like, it it was
5: a total. The Orange Bowl was a dump. Yeah. A complete dump. We were dying to get, like, a starburst. Terrible food. <laughs> I mean, Terrible <laughs>
2: food setup. Yeah, very disappointing. And we would eat like everybody else, like chicken on a stick or beef on a stick when yeah. we were looking for our car for seven hours but after the game.
5: that Steve and I, again, no historical significance unless you actually remember this. The very first Canes game regular season we ever went to was Miami against Florida.
2: Yep, okay? the Rock Berlin Brock
5: game. Rock Berlin game, right? Brock Berlin. When he
2: was on Florida.
5: No, when he was on Miami. Well, he had
2: transferred. He had transferred okay. from
5: Florida, right? Horrible first half. He was the quarterback for Miami. He had transferred from Florida. High right. touted recruit, whatever. Horrific first half. Comes back in the second half. Miami wins. One of the great games you've ever been at in your life. Steve and I were in the very last roll of the Orange Bowl where we had a gated fence like behind us. Yep. Like, shaking. Uh, shaking. Yeah, yeah. Like legit scary in that, that final row. September 6th of 03, I want to say. Was that game? Brian could look it up. Nine six zero three. Miami comeback against Florida. That if I'm wasn't not all. Yeah, that might have been right, the best about game.
1: Top, uh, top coach of the ESPN West Palm era. Do you put Riley or Spolster ahead? Is Urban Meyer number one? Who's the top coach in the history of this thing?
2: Meyer, just from his time with the Gators, because we're yeah, yeah. It's really the, the teams that yeah, I'm yeah. state we in Florida, emphasizing or do you <laughs> go back Bowden? to the
1: Marlins, do you go to the Marlins, Chimbo?
14: yeah, Jaguars, Steve, for sure. M- the Marlins, <laughs> <laughs> great era.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about Marlins? Right, Trader <laughs> Jack McKeon. Jack McKeon, he was phenomenal. Um, yeah, best coach of the ESPN. West I Pac-Mara. think you gotta go, Josh Ro- Morton.
4: I- <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to go, Riley.
1: The Riley thing oh, was so Jacques un- Martin and yeah. uh, the Panthers. He did yeah. some good things. They yeah. were
4: just a few points out of the playoffs.
5: Yeah. yeah. The uh, the hey. Riley thing is amazing because so Brian had me. I, did you? I'm sure you did the same thing for him. I don't know. Uh, he had me go through all the old tapes and CDs and stuff from old shows. Did you? No, no
2: I don't oh. even know where ours are. <laughs> okay, I don't. Anyway. I, I think ours were burnt. Nobody wanted ours, <laughs> including and, us. And I'm looking at all
5: these old tapes. I have in my house or old CDs, whatever they were. Mm-hmm. Wow, we had Riley on a bunch because remember when he had a job as the coach where he was required to do media, unlike in the role he's in now. But he didn't have to do our show, right? We probably had him on. G- he R- was great ten times. He, yeah, at least. and I,
2: I actually yeah. really a couple things on that. Uh, one, we had gone down there and you guys had done some remotes and and the, and the Heat media relations. Always Tim Donovan and team have been wonderful. Always to us, and we were an affiliate.
1: I mean, they not only got us into heat games; they got us into (laughs) hurricanes. Yes, right.
2: you know, I think one of the all-time stories too for us wasn't a radio story. It was the Drake not getting into the not that
5: that piece of audio has probably been played today more than any uh, other piece of audio, and rightfully so. I
2: was there. You were there. I mean, you were there. there. We were there. I mean, everyone was there. I wasn't there. I heard names like I heard former teammate. I heard from former teammate names. When the story's been told, who had credentials for that? I, I don't even want to go. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> no, that We're say. all there waiting to go into the heat locker room.
4: And remember, the next year we filled out a credential request for Drake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was a good
4: thing. That was yeah. a good But way.
2: remember, we come back and we have this video. Drake wasn't allowed in the heat locker room for the celebration, and not an argument, but he was trying. I I vividly can remember the guy because we'd seen that heat guy, that usher security guy before, and we come back. We can sell this and we're going to make $20,000 and we're going to sell it to uh, TMZ.
5: And it was. No, uh, Craig was mad. It, Craig was rightfully mad. Craig called Brian and I. And he's like, so that's our video that went out there, right? And we're like, yeah, it's unbelievable. We have 5 million views at that time. Now yeah. it's like over 7 million, whatever it is. We didn't. Right. And Craig's like, That's great you guys not understand how YouTube works? Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, no, it's on there. You can yeah. see it. Yeah. We had no
1: idea you could make money off of yeah. that. Yeah. None. <laughs> learning that learning experience. For advertising yeah. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Whoops. And especially back then, yeah, we had a lot of extra money. We didn't need any of those uh, YouTube dollars. <laughs> I actually used to I was
2: always worried that the security guard was going to get fired over that. I would see him George? years later uh, from it. <laughs> no, no, not George. <laughs> the security guard um, who didn't let Drake in.
5: By the way, a story that Stephen Craig probably don't know. One of Jeanette's early interviews when she was at FAU-TV is with a Super Bowl Hall of oh Famer. Oh, my gosh. Okay? Um, not Super Bowl Hall of Famer. Super Bowl uh, MVP. MVP, <laughs> yes.
9: Whoa.
5: Tell them what you interview, what you call. Do, do we need
1: to try to guess who this person is? No. Okay.
5: Tell them what you said, uh, what you called Santonia Holmes to his face.
1: Sherlock Holmes.
14: <laughs> <laughs> His name he, was he, Sherlock.
9: You
2: know, that's, <laughs> that was probably relieving for him, you know, because he's been around the station and we've gotten to know him. He says that he is called San Antonio Holmes more often than he's called <laughs> uh, San Antonio Holmes. So rather, I
14: was creative and original. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: yeah Look at what, that. And well prepped, as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of other uh, Was there any other quick questions, Craig, on the... Uh, the early days from that, like,
1: oh, well. The other thing is, what I, I was trying to think about, LeBron or Shaq. Who do you think was more impactful? Because I don't think anyone else could compare in terms of like an acquisition. Yeah, I, made. I, I don't know
5: that Shaq. Uh, LeBron comes here if not for Shaq first.
1: Yeah, I also think by the time LeBron came, social media was
2: it a di- was it a, a little bit more prevalent than it was when Shaq. The, the Shaq party, era, like, I actually think, gets oddly suppressed a lot, hundred percent more than it should
1: have, more than it should have been, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, here's a What question. About, about most best draft pick of the 20 years? Is it D Wade? Yeah. Is it across all sports, I mean, are, are, are we missing anyone? The worst
2: draft pick was the defensive end from Oregon. Was it Dion Jordan? Yes. For the for the Dolphins. Mm, third overall. Who yeah. last... He was third overall. <laughs> the worst. Um, oh, sorry, Mr. T. I don't know if that was my 10 10 million.
1: I'll give you one. <laughs>
5: And this is, uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. how about the Ricky
1: Williams story? Yeah. How big that was?
5: Okay, let's, t- let's tell the story where we were I when that happened. Still want to
2: know if he did the thank yous, what? the phone calls. What do you mean? If he called everyone, like you said, he was going to call uh-huh. everyone. Always <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> really got to b- bothered me and Evan.
5: So early on, Lance Davis, who's here today, I think he's coming in at some point, yeah. was the uh, program director of the station. Okay. And Lance was like, hey, these night guys, they're working hard. we got a big kind of reward for them, meaning j and I. We're going to send them to ACC football media days <laughs> yeah. in North Carolina. Yep. You want to talk about good usage of funds, not <laughs> that. We still go. We still go every year.
4: But we don't pay for it anymore.
2: Oh, oh, we, oh, we paid for it.
4: I assumed you wow. did back then. So, uh, yeah, we get sent there. And it's the day
5: that Ricky Williams, out of nowhere, retired. Yep. I remember Jmart, who never likes to drive anybody. I have uh, the amount of people that have been in Jmart's car in twenty years. You can. Well, kind there's, of no mm-hmm. there's no can, room. There's no room because of your, the uh, the, uh, the, the trash. The, yeah, the trash <laughs> on the side. Jmart, for whatever reason, picked me up that day. I don't remember why. I was living at Fairway Vista in West Palm. I remember a massive two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola. He's drinking it like it's like a regular <laughs> one, and I'm like, "We got a problem." He's like, "What happened, buddy?" And I was like, well, Ricky Williams retired, and later today we have to interview Chuck Amato from NC State, right? And so we have to go to ACC media day,
15: (laughs) and we have to interview
5: every single college football coach on the most surprising – like you just brought that up. Like that immediate comes to mind, Craig, of that story. It was awful, absolutely awful. I wanted to ask you guys this before you go, because I know you got to go and we got to get a legal ID and Jeanette – Jeanette requires everybody to give her as much airtime as possible. We Mm -hmm. haven't done that yet, so we have to fulfill Jeanette's requirements over here.
1: (laughs) There's not enough time left. Jeanette, what's the thing you said on the air that after you said it, you completely regretted it? Like where you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just told that story. I can't believe I just said that on the air.
14: When I admitted the fact that I was an FAU basketball groupie. That, to me, I was like... And you don't mean now. No, 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 no. no. Uh, That was the part where I actually stepped back and I was like, I think I crossed my own line there. Yeah, Yeah,
5: you didn't do it in a way that it would have been like the FCC or Stephanie would have been mad. It's just you got to go home at night and think about that. Uh,
14: think, Actually yeah. think about my decision during that time. And
5: I, I think I was the play-by-play guy as she was getting with all the players.
1: And by the way, I'm a uh, – Jeanette, this is important. That's why I'm asking because I'm the uh, father of a daughter, and right now she's 12 Congrats. and a half. Is there anything you can <laughs> teach me that can – allow my daughter not to become a groupie <laughs> of the FAU basketball yeah. team? Like, is there something that happened yeah, in your like, life
5: that I, led you down oh, that yeah, path? yeah, I can yeah. answer that question, but she's going to be mad at me if I answer that question. <laughs> but you <laughs> said no. you had
2: a
1: question.
5: I did, but I'll let her answer uh, okay. that first. So,
1: for me... No, I don't really need the answer. Yeah. Uh,
5: I, I was, was going to
14: say, don't Save be that. so strict. <laughs> don't be so conservative. Okay. Don't, let, wow. your, don't well, okay. let your daughter uh, just not drink and then political. send her off to school. In South Florida, where she learns about uh, partying and whatever she's into. Men for me. Sounds like you should work that
2: out in therapy with your mom.
14: Not
5: what my answer was going to be. I was going to get it. My answer probably would have made her cry. Um, Okay, for everybody. um, And Jeanette, actually, it probably, because you're just relatively still new to all of this. The most significant athlete you think that we talked about over the 20 years? I have a few in my head. Well,
10: explain what you mean by that question. Like the The one that you would say,
5: we spent the most time talking about that person, Mm. and and it was successful because we talked about that person.
10: It's Tebow.
5: My mind went there.
10: I'm going LeBron. We we have spent so much time on LeBron before there was ever even talk of him coming to the Miami Heat. We talked about him every day because you hated LeBron.
5: Why are you going Tebow?
10: Because it was the whole Florida run like we talked about, and then everything
4: after that, like the Jets, the Broncos stuff, the Jaguar stuff towards the end. Like the There baseball, was a lot of teams. The baseball. The baseball.
5: Yeah, McLevin would be so mad. I'd be like, Brian, you <laughs> got, you got to go cover this for TV. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going
2: a different route. I think those are all true. <laughs> He's going um, on a different route. I think Sabin. Sabin.
5: Sabin was – I did an eight-hour show that day. Remember that? We were on from the day he left. We it was, on from it was,
2: first it was the Dolphins getting him. Yep. Then it was everything with the Dolphins. Then it was, he was hated and despised for so long. Then he became a legend and an icon. I think Sabin.
5: I, yeah, I got to be fair. I never would have thought of him because I had a few in my mind. I, I, I thought about Tebow. I thought about LeBron. I B. thought Wade. about Wade. I thought Brady. about Haslam. Brady is definitely somebody uh, I thought Brady. about um, as well. I probably would not have talked or thought about Saban. At all. Who, who are you thinking
1: of? Uh, David Sampson? Dan Ugla. <laughs> David
5: Sam- he did have that bad We're all-star game.
1: Who? Yeah.
10: Ugla.
5: Yeah. yeah. We
1: talked about it a lot.
10: Wait. We <laughs> have an Ugla story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw him uh, coming out of a club, uh, whatever. The Heat Liv? Club. Whatever, no. What, no what, Live? No. Whatever no,
14: boy, the boy, boy, the it was. is not in
10: the Heat.
5: The Grey goose, goose Lounge, hey. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw him. He was at the Heat game. They had a day game the next day. We saw Dan Ugla, Marlon's second baseman, and he was so hammered. And the next day, he was so horrific at baseball. Yeah. We're like, well, this is the easiest thing we've ever predicted in our lives because he was just a disaster that night. But think
1: disaster. about how his career ended up turning around and what – oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> no,
5: <Okay. not> <laughs> <at> <laughs> in the
1: early days, we'd be out in
2: downtown West Palm and we would see all the players and, out well, for spring we were, training.
5: We were out one night. Steve and Josh I were there. Beckett, and no and names, Josh, please. Be- no, I don't care. A long time ago. <laughs> Josh long Beckett long ago. got kicked out of
1: a club that we were in.
2: Yeah, and At, he kept cutting us to get drinks. <laughs> it's so
1: annoying. And then he beat the Yankees <laughs> in the World Series. That was, oh, that was no. one of the great I, performances
2: yeah. of all time. I was time. supposed to go to Game 7, but it ended in Game 6.
5: I was there. I was in the building for Game mm-hmm, 6. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Steve and Craig, Steve Paul Sr., Craig Carmerson, thank you for everything. Yeah, you uh, can uh, oh, catch us.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Ask Steve with Ken Beckett. <laughs> It's the single worst name of a segment ice. in history.
2: Hey, it's very modern. What do you mean? It's a modern name. Okay. Yeah,
1: because a lot of people relate to the internet <laughs> butler <laughs> <laughs> so from, from from 19- Jeeves. From 19... Jeeves. ...2001? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we, let's, we're
5: going to do this. We're going to get a station ID and then remember, commercial if, free... If you don't know no. what Ask
1: Jeeves is, just go to Bing.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Time> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. They've cleaned go it up. On. It's now ask.com.
5: Go, go to Altevis. You know what? Wait, let <laughs> stay here for a second. Let me get this... To let me get the station ID in. Go ahead,
0: Brian. MHR mm-hmm. and Levine Accident Attorneys. <laughs> Call 1-800-747-FREE. This is ESPN 1063 WUUB Jupiter, a good karma brand's radio station.
5: 20 for 20 here on ESPN 1063. Evan Cohen, John Martin, Jeremy Marks Peltz, Brian Roa, Jeanette Javier, Steve Paulziner, Craig Karmazin, all with you. We're going to let Stephen Craig go in a second, but I do want to bring up something with Jeanette, and then I like the way that Craig is interrogating Jeanette after she says everything. So Craig asked you the one that you're like, oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. Jeanette, what's the one that you you think back and say that was my best moment on the show?
14: Best or favorite?
1: I what's the difference? She's like it was also the FAU
14: <laughs> <laughs> um, when we had my mom on air joining us for a solid twenty minutes. Um, for those who didn't know, Evan just randomly called my mom once and was like, "Can you, does your mom? What your mom want to come on air? Call her. My mom never picks up the phone." and she actually picked up that one time and her and Evan just talked about life and i think sports and sang a couple songs together and that was my favorite moment because culturally i to say first generation Dominican to have her very Hispanic mom talk to Evan for twenty minutes Why straight. Why do you say it like that? Because <laughs> look at us on paper, Evan. Did you ever like you could not? The stars could have never aligned. Yeah, that's well, a precursor of things to, to be on air with you. You're out of your you're out of your mind. Yeah, Dominican
2: Republic plays Israel in the World <laughs> Baseball Classic. <laughs> <laughs>
14: I'm out.
4: Check out our story on Danny Valencia on WPTV. On Team Israel.
14: Thank you. And also one of my. uh
4: <laughs> so he's had a
14: good
5: hour.
1: You gotta be fair. Yeah. Better than teas last night. More collections <laughs> talk next. I, li- I like when he has the good line. How he gets goes for the drink of the water right <laughs> like, it's like a reward. He's, he's Harvey Levin it's from like TMZ. <laughs> yeah, like.
14: He's
9: got the straw in the coffee
14: cup. Oh my god. And and then one of my best was probably when randomly you would find a phrase, which is almost all of them, a sports phrase that I didn't. Understand. Understand and would have a bunch of callers call in and ask me if I knew any other sports right. lines. And I knew none of them, but it was always a bunch of fun and it was a blast and I, that was great.
2: Nice.
5: All right, well, you guys said it all. Let's uh, have <laughs> Stephen Craig will pop out. We're going to get... Um... Who the hell are we gonna get? I think Jim Rutledge, John O'Terry, and Lance Davis still to come, and a phoner from Stanley K. Wow, we got it all here. <laughs> you, do you have something else you wanted to say? Oh, okay.
1: Thanks, right. everyone. Thank you for this community for supporting us for 20 years.
5: Uh, thank you, Craig. Well done, Stephen Craig, ladies and gentlemen. Let's yeah. clap it up. Yeah. Clap it up. Studio audience. Evan Politsiner, one quick thing with you, Steve. Son, um, let's get a quick comment from you here. Uh, You are wearing the Yankee stuff. I don't want to talk baseball with you, but I do (laughs) want to talk basketball. How are we feeling about the Miami Heat for you, Evan Politsiner? Bad. Why is that?
3: Because Tyler Hero is sucky. Okay. Jimmy Butler is sucky right now. Okay. The three-point shooting is sucky.
5: You're right on all of it.
3: (laughs) Duncan Robinson has horrible defense.
5: He's nailing it. Three for three.
0: Max Strews takes yep. the worst shots. Yeah,
5: I, I don't know if I agree with that, but I understand what you're saying. Yes, keep going. What Wait. about Bam? We, like, we have to like Bam right now, right?
3: He always misses near the three-throw line. Yeah. Now,
5: Evan, let me ask you this. Uh, 20 years here at ESPN West Palm, that's a lot older than you are. <laughs> are you proud of your dad, Steve, who uh, obviously uh, has run the station for a long period of time here, And uh, what we have seen from, from ESPN West Palm? 20 years. Your thoughts.
9: <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you said it all You said it all He'll be, he'll be performing at the uh, Improv in City Place this weekend uh, Well done, Evan Uh Thank you for joining us Alright, there he is uh, Jeanette is mad at you because you took her airtime. as a matter of fact <laughs> <laughs> So there you go Alright, we're going to get more people in here Jim, yeah, who, who do you is, want? Can you communicate who you want? <laughs> none of them, actually I really don't <laughs> want any of them, as a matter of fact uh, No, well, uh, Jim, uh, it doesn't matter Anybody can come in at any time here Have them all pop in Jim Rutledge is here. Jim is one of the uh, funnier uh, characters you'll ever see on the radio. And by that, I mean he didn't know he was funny, didn't intend to be funny, and everybody made fun of him. He uh, was here at ESPN West Palm, uh, what years, Jim?
12: About 2006 through 2008.
5: 2006, 2008, Jim came in for an interview wearing flip-flops, shorts, a T-shirt, and a backwards hat, having no idea that he was interviewing. Uh, Worked on the Saturday (laughs) sports page with Mike Goldstein, and uh, is still with our company at ESPN Radio in Madison. He's got a show, uh, Rutledge and Hamilton, 2P to 4P Central Time, uh, ESPNWisconsin.com, Wisconsin On Demand, as I'm sure nobody will go there as a result of me promoting it. Jim, I have no idea why you're on with me.
12: I don't either. You guys sent me away. You guys sent me to Madison. You're like, you're not, you can't be on the air in West Palm Beach. And you bring me back, put me on at two in the morning. So I'm, I'm shocked, I'm on be This is definitely the most prime time I've ever had.
9: On the air in
12: West Palm. A peek behind the curtain. During that two a.m. show, we had a recorded
4: interview that we could not play for fear of Jim falling asleep during the show.
12: No offense <laughs> to the person that was supposed to be interviewed.
5: Do we have anything I'm supposed to? And we have so much sound. Like we, I, we have a lot. I know. I almost want to do another show with just the sound. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, let's do a twenty first. Hour. <laughs> okay. Is there anything Jim related here? Jim, is there anything you'd like to say about your time at ESPN West Palm and what you remember here, etc.? Uh,
12: yeah, I would remember that all you guys were incredibly impressive to me, and I was blown away by the fact that when I learned that this was the 20th anniversary, I was like, I was in West. I've been in Madison for 15 years, so that means like when I was here, you guys were only like three, three and a half years in, and everyone here seemed like they had all of their stuff together. Then I was like. This is what radio is like. That's Evan Cohen. He might as well be uh, Mike, uh, Mike, from Mike, and Mike because like this is ESPN, the four letters that. When means- you say Mike from Mike and Mike, which Mike are you referring to? I'm gonna go Greenberg. <laughs> okay, you're gonna go. Greenberg. Yeah, yeah, Why? Because yeah, we're both yeah. Jewish. Is that what you're saying? Uh, you're, neither one of you are athletes. And I did see that he was so gonna. Yes. S-
10: Wow, <laughs> and I did see. I Evan actually just had this conversation. Thank you,
12: Jeanette. Uh Out in the in the bullpen out there with Jordan Sherwood, Greeny said that if Aaron Rodgers, who we talk about all the time in Madison, cool, if he goes Valley. to the yes, if he goes, <laughs> he's kind of a big deal though. If he goes to the Jets, which I do believe the Jets register down here, uh, that Greeny will go on a darkness retreat. And I said the only person that would last less in the darkness retreat than Greeny is Evan Cohen. But
5: well, you don't know me that well, then. No,
12: you don't. You could go. uh,
5: it only if, if I said I would do it, I would do it. I've okay. never said I would do it, but I would do it if I said I was going to do it. So, well, I mean, let's be fair. Regardless,
12: I have mean, well, tried get to get
5: kicked out of here very
12: deflect.
9: quickly.
5: Questioning <laughs> my, my uh, you know, ability as a person, but go ahead.
12: Uh, no, I tried to deflect a compliment I was trying to give, but I was like, this is Evan Cohen, this is ESPN, and I get an opportunity to to intern here uh, and then learn from everyone, you know, starting with Evan and then J. Martin Goldstein and Lance Davis and Paul Senior. And every one of them gave me all these little pieces of uh, life advice that I just kind of carried forward. So, uh, yeah, I was just blown away by how put together everyone was and how your vision that you had back then of what this station should be, uh, like, it actually came to fruition and, like, kind of carried out the rest of the company. So credit to all you guys because you all seemed way more put together than maybe you were. I think you were just dumb. Yeah, that's probably (laughs) it. (laughs) That too, that too, yeah. That too.
5: Jim, there's... There's two stories I want you to tell, and then I'm going to get rid of you here. Yeah, that's fair. Um, (laughs) One involved a former teammate losing your dog. Yes. (laughs) Explain this. uh, What happened here?
12: So, uh, also an FAU alum, uh, Jason Pugh, and he was, for whatever the reason, I have no idea why. You guys called me the homeless producer, or at least I was on a Saturday sports page. Jason Pugh was homeless for a few days, so he decided to stay at my place in Coconut Creek I was covering a Miami Heat game, and not only did he lose my dog, he also, the day before, had left the house (laughs) and left my iron on on top of the (laughs) ironing board, so he almost burned down my parents' condo. And then the next day, he calls me at a Heat game, and he's like, dude, I let your dog out. I was like, <laughs> what? And it's so like the dog is gallivanting around. Luckily, one of my neighbors grabbed the dog and brought it back. He called me by, before I actually like had to leave the heat game because Miami is very far from Coconut Creek. So I'm like, I don't know where my dog's going to be by the time I get back. But yes, he lost my dog for about 20, 25 minutes and almost burned down my, my parents' condo.
5: The yeah. other thing I remember about Jim is there was a day um, where Jim had to do the show on Saturday in a white tank top. Um, I don't know how to properly say it, so we're gonna call it a white tank top right now, like an undershirt tank top, mm-hmm. um, and had to like have like a weird mustache. Yep. Right? What happened with that?
12: Exactly why I did the mustache uh, is a little bit beyond me, but I think it was a running gag of me and Mike Goldstein and the idea that uh, I would go out, and I don't think he actually believed me that like, hey, I had a social life, I'd meet people, and uh, we decided it'd be funny. No, 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 I used you did in West Palm. Not in West Palm in, in like F, you know down by FAU things like that. I had some, I, I had some friends. <laughs> things some,
14: happen at FAU. Yeah,
12: there you go. With you. <laughs> so I went. I had longer hair and I had a beard. So we decided to be funny that I had the longer hair still, but I decided to shave the beard down to a mustache. And I literally just think it was for the bit. We just thought mustaches were ridiculous, and I was like, well, I could just shave my beard down to a mustache to just look ridiculous. Uh, and that was it. I slicked my hair back. I looked like a, a trucker, and it was uh, just for the bit. It was honestly just for the the LOLs, as they say it now, the LOLS.
5: We <laughs> <laughs> clear you for Madison. Thank God you're great at sales. All right, Jim Rutledge, ladies and gentlemen, the LOLS is what he just said. Oh my God, thank you, Jim. All right, our next guest here. You know, Jmart, you know this better than anybody. There's many times in my in my career where like. I get properly accused of, like, having my guys. Like, oh, yeah, okay, and gals. Like, yep. that's Evan's guy. All right, no matter what, whatever it is. Yep. One of the earliest people that was as much of a ride or die that I would have done anything for and was always with me at all times, and I very much wanted him by my side. whatever I Literally, whatever I did, he was around me, and he was about 12 at the time, and now he's married with about 43 kids um, and actually works in real life and business, and he's been in South Florida Um, Since moving ahead from Philadelphia a long, long time ago, John O'Terry is here. I think you were one of my earliest guys. I got to be honest; that sounds weird, but uh, you—how old were you when you started with the station? Because boy, I looked out for you
16: early on. Did I not? Let's talk about me. (laughs) More than you probably should have, to be honest. I would. I thank you you for that. How old were you when you started? Seventeen.
5: 17. And how did you get, I actually don't even remember how you got here. I remember, I'm going to tell a story about you and McLovin in a second, but uh, doing a show together.
16: But go, how did you get here? Well, I remember I I came down here and uh, started going to school, uh, college. And I was like, you know, I need to find something. I want to be in sports. Let me see if I could find something to do or an internship. And I remember just Googling or seeing something. I was like, okay, cool. Internship, ESPN, radio, 760 something. I'm like, all right, just let me send an email and see if I get something back. Uh, got an email and then I think it was like two or three weeks later, I uh, sat down with Debbie and Mike Goldstein and did a quick interview and I think on the spot they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're an intern now and they're walking me through the office and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, that's all she wrote. And then I was here for probably way too long and interned for who knows how many years until probably they are like, all right, now we have to hire him because he's been interning way too long. So. Probably by default.
9: Yeah,
5: and then we brought him on to be part of the TV team, right? And I always tell this story about Oteri. John Oteri is the kind of guy that, because I remember, side note, I remember he and I on the field, the two of us, interviewing Kim Kardashian after a Super Bowl, Right. Go, go ahead.
16: You want to say something? <laughs> no, on that? no, it I was it was it was so funny when uh, Steph when Prince uh, hit me up the other day. She's like, "Hey, we want you to stop by and tell stories or think of some stuff." And the first story I honestly thought of was that because I was like, "We're running onto the field, and I'm I'm looking. I'm like, like, all right, let's grab Drew Brees, Reggie Bush. Like, we gotta grab someone good.'" And Evans like over there, over there, and I'm like, <laughs> "Who? Who am I looking?" Kim K, Kim K, and I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm like, yeah. they just won the Super Bowl, and you want to interview Kim Kardashian? You're damn right I did. And remember, she was talking like she, she was on the. Nicer. She was no, she was great. But we were laughing afterwards because she was like talking how she was like literally part of the team, and I was like, that was the weirdest experience. <laughs> That's ever. somewhere on YouTube. I once found it on YouTube, and I like I don't know where it is now. And she could not
5: have been better. But John O'Terry is the kind of guy that I used to say to people. He could somehow not have a credential or a ticket for the Super Bowl and take a snap under center. And I I don't know how he pulled off half the things he pulled off. You would talk your way into everywhere completely fearless at all times. It's such a young age.
16: Well, I mean, you guys taught me to do that. So I did not, not, you to, to not to break laws. <laughs> rules no, I, you know what's really funny? I was thinking about that and I was like, I remember my credential or whatever. And you text me like, all right, gonna come meet me down the field. Like, I didn't even know if I had the right credential. And here I am in the, you know, they they, they bring you down for like the last two minutes or whatever. You miss the game because you're waiting. And I remember like getting the orange jacket and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be here right now, but I'm going to act like I am.
5: Yeah. I still have that orange
16: jacket. I do too. in my garage. I have in case it. I, I ever send you go a picture. out at night. I have it.
5: In the dark. I'm like it, cuz it's like a reflector
16: jacket. <laughs> I still on. have I still have confetti what? from the field. Do you have you met by the way John and Janet? So <laughs> yeah, we yes, cross paths.
14: I think so. He really? looks very familiar and I confirmed with Patrice. No, no,
16: not we didn't we didn't work together. Did but... you
5: make out with her on my driveway? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Cuz many other people have.
14: Just one. Yeah. Get real.
16: Okay. But you here's... do it once it's every time for Evans. For yeah, sure 100%. You know yeah.
5: Shush. Here's the uh so this this is a great uh, J. Martin may or may not remember this. So, Stephen Craig, were just here, CEO and president of our, of our company, okay? Well, they were in the studio trying to record something, or I don't know the order of this, but John O'Terry and Brian McLevin-Rowitz were doing two things simultaneously. They were working at the station either as interns or part-timers or whatever it was. And also doing student radio at FAU.
4: Because of you, by the way. Like, I was pretending to go to student radio, and they're like, oh, you should do a show with Oteri. Right. Basically,
16: so they, used it as a minor league affiliate. So basically, and by the way. <laughs> Again, neither- talk about slipping myself into right. something. <laughs> I'm walking in, and Brian doesn't tell me anything. He's like, hey, we're going to record this. Evan said it'd be a good idea. Like, you know, get you some on-air experience, and we'll make it work or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Sounds great. I walk in, and some random person that works at FAU goes, you're a student here, right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, we did this for, Brian, how long was it? Uh-oh. Like, a few months? And I didn't go there either. Neither of the <laughs> two went to FAU. Evan,
5: yeah. then and they, they finally did, and they
16: did a student
5: radio <laughs> they, show without being students. They, they looked go at us. Owls! Yeah, they, looked at,
16: they looked at us, and they were like, it was basically like, the gig's up, this is your last time. And we're like, but we just booked XYZ or whatever, you know. Well, so
5: then, McLovin, tell the Alonzo morning story as it relates to Stephen
4: Craig. Yeah, so Stephen Craig were in the studio recording whatever they were recording, probably part of their show. And on our show, we had booked Zoe and Wade to promote Zoe's Summer Groove. Right. We literally had to kick them out like, hey, this is our time. Like, we need to get in there. So it was the old office. We went in there to record for a student radio show that no one was going to listen to besides Evan. But we had to kick out the presidents of the company. So we record with uh, Wade and Zoe.
5: And and the funny thing is, you guys got Wade and Zoe and they didn't.
16: (laughs) Right. Yes. Uh, I totally, I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot about that. But then I remember you walking in and Steve or someone telling, you know, telling the story. And you're like, you guys kick them out and you got them and they didn't even get them for the Stephen Craig show. And I'm like, I don't. I, just- I can't believe he doesn't remember that. The last time Oteri and I spoke is because he texted me after Mike
4: Leach passed away because we had him on that show Which as was well. one of the best interviews right.
16: we ever did. Even <laughs> nice though, You guys know, got Mike
5: Leach
4: yes. on? Yes. draft. Yeah. You know, it's a big topic at FAU. You didn't book this
5: kind of guest level at <laughs> no. when you did this show. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Oteri? No. Okay, good.
16: <laughs> I, I just no. I, I appreciate you guys inviting me back. Uh, big part of my life. Grew up here because you know seventeen, and had a lot of great stuff in between. And you know I have a lot of people to thank in this room for just putting me in the right direction. So well, I really and, and appreciate it. By the way, it.
5: some of you may already be familiar with John O'Terry for his work interviewing
16: Jmart after a first pitch. Jmart, how was the first pitch? How would you grade yourself? I think I did a. Uh, I would say probably a solid B plus. Now, what Gabby Sanchez, Marlins first baseman, <laughs> what what did he have to say? Who who threw the better pitch? Well, he said this is what he said. He said Steve threw the better pitch, but that I
10: had more pressure on me because I went second and he threw a good pitch, so I came through more clutch, but he threw the better pitch. <laughs>
16: So, overall, happy
10: with the performance? (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I threw a strike. I know Evan Cohen's never done that.
16: Uh, I feel good. Overall, is this a competition that's probably going to start? Evan or J-Mart? Well, I mean, I don't think it's even an argument. It's obvious that it's me.
10: But uh, if he wants to start that, let's do it. Well, that's some interview.
16: (laughs) That was horrible. Yeah. But that's funny. But the the JMP one was way better. Like when you nobody wanted to help him before his first pitch. Nobody. And I think you turned to me and you're like go go help him. And the first time we go in the parking lot when we were out in Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard and he throws the ball and he hits like four cars in the parking lot. And I'm like, I'm really stuck with this right now. Wait, I don't even remember. That was an assignment I gave you? Yeah, because yeah, nobody to, wanted to.
10: Learn how to throw because he couldn't do it right. There's he,
16: a he video was, somewhere, and it was, I mean, when he threw that first pitch, I was like, right here, JMP. And we were like literally no cars even near us. I think it went like 50 feet to the right, and it hit like three or four cars. I, was I think like, you were like right, well. three
5: feet away from
16: me. I know. Yeah, so,
5: oh uh, Terry, one other thing, and this is weird. I, I never would have brought this up. Jay Martin and I got in the car last night, and we were driving home from dinner at Echo on Palm Beach, and um, Steady Mobbin' came on. You remember that song? Ooh, Kimo Sabi, Big Poland is of course. Mind. And I said to Jay Martin, "I'm like, this is crazy." And he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "We used to blast this song. We would be done with TV. It'd be 11:30 at night. We'd watch us ourselves back. Nobody would then be left at WPTV, and me, O'Terry, and Herb." would get into the parking lot, and, and I, I drove a Tahoe at that point. I was not married and didn't have kids. Why I drove it? Now I drive an Equinox, <laughs> married with kids. It makes absolutely no sense, okay? And we would blast that song every night, and we'd have, like, Races. In the, in the parking
16: lot, right? Yeah, remember? Herb, we, we'd joke with him because he used to smoke all the time back in the day. And you'd be like, oh, all right, someone go against Herb. He'd quit like halfway through the parking lot. <laughs> it was the easiest win of all time. It was like, hey, if you want to make yourself feel good, go uh, race Herb in the parking lot. Well, this is going to be interesting. Stay here
5: for a second, Terry, because joining us now is the, smart, the single smartest person that ever worked for ESPN West Palm. A man that I once told if he's not the president of the United States one day, he should be ashamed of himself. And now I don't think he's, uh, he's so smart he would never want that terrible job at this point. Anyway, uh, it is the brilliant, the wonderful Palm Beach County native and a wonderful, wonderful person, the youngest person I think to ever work at ESPN West Palm. It is Stanley Kaye joining us on the 20 for 20. Hello, Stanley.
13: Evan, how are you? It is great to talk to all of you and to hear all of your voices all day today. It's been a, a trip listening to everyone.
5: Uh, have you ever thought about in your wildest dreams doing a John O'Terry post game show? That
13: <laughs> I, I, I told the B man on the line earlier that uh, I, I didn't realize I was going to be batting cleanup for O'Terry. But oh, come uh, on. I'm, I'm
6: all for it.
5: <laughs> uh, Stanley, gi- give your quick background a little bit. I mean, now Stanley's in Chicago, Chicago Magazine, who's at Sports Illustrated. Married, he's just hes just a wonderful guy, grew up in um, Delray, Boca area, went to St. Andrews. But give us your, your story as to how you ended up here and what you did at ESPN West Palm.
13: Yeah, so my story was a classic case of, um, you know, not nepotism exactly, but uh, my dad, uh, there's a lot of perks to playing golf and being a golfer. And my dad met Steve uh, at some sort of golf event when I was probably 14 and somehow, you know, at the time, I was, you know, really in sports broadcasting. I was, it was my dream job, ESPN radio, et cetera. And my dad somehow finagled a two-week sort of shadowing that I could do at the station because I was way too young to be an intern. I was only 14, but Steve agreed to come. He met me, and he's like, hey, you know, why don't you come and, uh, you know, hang around the station for a couple weeks, uh, one summer, summer 20, 2007, So I did that, and it was like the greatest thing ever. I got to be around all these incredible people, like people who are on the air, like yourself, etc. But then I started, you know, I I started actually doing things for the station. Like, I wasn't just hanging out. I was actually starting to cut audio. I was helping with, like, the traffic report. I was just doing things around the office. And basically, I just kept working there uh, all through uh, high school and even into college some. Uh, just adding new responsibilities. Mind you, I wasn't, you know, I was only 14. It's not like I was getting uh, paid or anything, But unless you count Duffy's gift cards. I do. Um,
5: I do count that as payment. <laughs> and actually, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that. Can somebody bring me some more food? Because I haven't been able to eat. What do, you, get... what do you want? Uh, yes. Anything chicken related, Jeanette. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Stay go on. ahead, Stan- Stanley. Sorry to interrupt Can you. Can you pee for me, Jeanette? <laughs>
4: j oh. you, you can go pee. And I warned everyone to pee. It's like children
13: in the car. It was two I hours did commercial pee. free. <laughs> I
4: Stan, did. Stanley, a lot's a lot changed since you left,
9: Stanley.
13: <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I, are you guys? I hope someone's still fetching you Coke Zero, though. Because nah. I, I was happy to do it. <laughs> that.
9: Oh,
5: God. No. No, I don't drink that anymore. Um, but anyways, yeah. So 14. Here's the thing about Stanley. And sorry to interrupt, but I want to point something out. And Brian probably can, can do an endorsement of this better than anybody. Stanley at 14 was better than the rest of us in our
4: 20s, and, and better at
5: 14 then than the rest of us now in our 30s and 40s,
4: right? Yeah. Well, Jamer and I were looking at his bio in the magazine, and our takeaway was like, well, that magazine's way too smart for us to read. That was our takeaway this week.
5: <laughs> so, Stanley, you're not going to get any new people reading your magazine. <laughs> <'cause you're too laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs>
13: All right, Stanley, looking no, back. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I mean, for me, even as a 14 year old, 15, 16, like working with you guys and working at the station was, you know, it's, I think it's a lot of people's dream job. But for me, like my first summer there, like I, I sometimes walking in the office, I'd literally have to wipe the, wipe the smile off my face before I came in because I would just seem too overeager. It was just, it was such a great place to work. And it's been amazing to see what you guys have built the last you know, 10, 15 years since I started there.
5: Stanley, you and I have talked about, like, management and real-life stuff now that you're, like, an adult and a grown-up and all that kind of stuff. Looking back on it, it makes sense that we made it. It makes no sense that we made it. Like, now that you understand this stuff, how do you look back at the evolution of the 20 years?
13: That's a really good question because it's definitely more of a professional operation now than it probably was uh, back in 2007. I remember... My first summer or maybe my second summer working at the station, I mean, I, this was like a, a half joke, but maybe half serious. I mean, I'm pretty sure I got made j supervisor for a day where I was just like <laughs> monitoring him in the in the production room while he was running the board. And, you, you know, you had me like taking notes about what he was doing. Um, you know, the station has definitely come <laughs> come a long way. I mean, for for one thing, you probably don't have, you know, kids who are just bar mitzvahed working there anymore. Um, which is probably good, probably in violation of some sort of child labor law or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, But, uh, you know, even beyond that, um, you know, seeing obviously everything that you guys have done with just like the business and diversifying it and everything, it's been amazing, but the best part has been just seeing how many people started there when I was there, like Brian, Jason Pugh, um, you know, Kelly was on earlier. Like, these were interns when I was starting. I, I, I may have even, like, a, a few people who are still there, I may, may have even trained them, like, on their first day in terms of, like, how
16: to, like, do certain things.
4: Wait, Brian, um, were
13: you trained by 14? I mean,
4: probably. Family? I was an
16: intern here for 17 years. I no, trained probably. I trained him. I trained Stan. There's oh. no way that's true. Wait a probably, minute. like, <laughs> just to cut sound, yeah, and that's about <laughs> it. Because then, like, even at, I remember being, f- when he was 14 and me being, like, 17 or 18, I'm like... Dude, this kid's gonna go so much further in life than I am, <laughs> and I need to stop teaching him because it'll probably be something that's. Is not this right.
9: true?
5: Did Oteri train you, Stanley? Is that is that confirmed?
13: I, I honestly don't remember Oteri. You may have taught me everything everything I know. Um, <laughs> for, I, I have a I have a memory of. I mean, certainly I worked with Oteri my first summer there when I was when I was fourteen. There's, there are other interns, who I think Jason Pugh did some training of me. He was, like, part-time at the time. Um, but uh, it, it, what's amazing is that so many of you are still working for the company which really says a lot and and oh terry's Terry's not don't worry
5: don't worry we have oh terry is not (laughs) employed here i want to be clear on that one that that needs to be said um (laughs) good know. yes well stanley we love you um we need to catch up soon i am so glad that you're doing so well you know how much i love you and uh thank you so much for being a part of this and
10: being jmart's supervisor for a day
9: Uh, (laughs) do you
5: remember that Marts? that stanley said he was your supervisor
10: I mean, I basically thought that was every day.
5: But, like, you're old enough where Stanley
10: could have been your child. Yeah, that's true. He was a kid, but he was brilliant. He was smarter than me. What am I supposed to do? At least I'm smart enough to know.
13: Yeah. All right. Well. Hey, I'm ha- happy to reprise that role anytime. And, and just so everyone feels old, I'm 30 now.
0: Oh, wow.
5: wow. Oh
13: Stanley. Yeah. Stanley, don't joke about that.
0: Ooh.
5: When you say reprise that role, where? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my role is a little <laughs> different too. And if you're saying that, then we are going to have a
13: discussion. Are you saying that? We're gonna, we're gonna have to talk off the line. I mean, hey, I do live like three blocks from ESPN Chicago, but not uh, the
5: station I'm thinking
13: of. But okay, <laughs> maybe <laughs> all right, an well,
5: hour, maybe an hour and a half, uh, ninety-four. Uh, let's think about that. Uh, we will talk maybe <laughs> offline. <laughs> we will. Okay. All right. Stand time, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. There is the great. Stanley K. Why is there cheering and we're not a part of it? Are they cheering? For they probably Stanley? heard that you They're... have a
10: shot of getting Stanley K. on yeah. the company. <laughs> <laughs> They're
14: doing tequila shots.
5: All right, you can go, Jeanette. Don't worry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: oh God. That, um, yes, we're gonna bring in Lance. Lance
16: is coming. We can kick Terry out. Yeah.
5: Why are you still here? <laughs> You told me to wait a second. I did?
16: You, you looked right you at, me, at me. You're like, fire. wait, wait, hold on. We have a caller. And you looked right at me. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sit here with the mic until he kicks me out. Because yeah, that's but normally but how life goes with why are you still him. here yeah, is now. the question. Like, yeah, you
5: shouldn't still be here now. <laughs> Bye. So, thank you. There's John
16: Oteri.
5: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. This, is. this is as important a member of the ESPN West Palm team oh, yeah. um, as anyone has ever been. He was the original program director here at ESPN West Palm. He was the original producer of this show, um, and, he would get, <laughs> and he would get haircuts during the show, as a matter <laughs> of fact. We spent a lot of real-life moments together starting this station from scratch. He is the one, the only, Lance Davis. Your, Hello, me- Lance.
15: Your memory is amazing. The whole haircut thing? You haven't brought that up in, like, 20 years. <laughs> I bring it up
9: all the time. Uh, just and not me. to me. Not Talking me. behind my back. <laughs> yeah, I see how it is. That's right. That's right. Uh,
5: Lance, walk us through the farm kid that you were from a good family in Wisconsin that's working in radio in Wisconsin, and all of a sudden you end up in West Palm Beach, Florida. How did that happen?
15: Well, it was simple. I mean, I was 25 years old at the time. Craig and Steve come to me and say, hey, we're thinking about starting up the station in West Palm Beach. uh, We'd love to have you come down there and help run the operations. What do you think? I said, I'm all in. My family's not going to like it because – no one in my family leaves Wisconsin. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't married. I had just met my future wife like two months prior. So that was uh no, she's not listening. That was not a hard decision to come down here. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on a second. I have to follow up. What just went through
6: your mind as you had that pause? Walk me through what was
5: going through your mind just now.
15: Wow. you know, I, I Try to keep it real, but I was thinking like, well, it, we literally I met her in October, found out in November, we moved here in February.
5: So even if it wasn't going to last, whatever. Yeah. At that point, obviously.
15: Yeah. 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 And she ended up moving down a year and a half later, and, and we did the long distance thing in between. But, uh, I mean, at that time, it was an unbelievable opportunity. Um, I wasn't as hard to convince as you were to make that move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, my aspirations were more behind the scenes. You know, I was on the air a little bit back then, but it was mainly sports center updates, all the high school football play by play, and then running the scheduling, production, uh, you know, producing shows. I mean, that was as we talked about. Um, you know, throughout this twenty hours, we we were a lean mean machine back then.
12: Yeah,
5: we
15: had about seven people.
5: <laughs> uh, and that's the first time I've been called lean since back then. Actually, also <laughs> as a matter of fact. Um, there was there were moments that I, uh, Lance and I had. He just brought up high school football. This is going to sound weird that this felt cool to me, but it did. On Friday nights, Lance and I would do high school football games, and after the games, we'd go out with the coaches. And I don't know why I felt cool. And Jamar probably ran the games at that point, maybe or probably, yeah. But, yeah. Like we would go to we would go to sports bars uh, in Gardens with our buddy Kevin Flurry, who was the Gardens defensive coordinator, and like the entire coaching staff. And I don't know why, but I felt cool doing that.
15: Yeah, you know, looking back on it, they weren't that much older than we were, so we kind of coaches? the coaches, right? Yeah, but like, the players also weren't that much <laughs> younger than us. Correct. Yeah, we were right in the middle, right yeah. in the middle. But th- I think that was the awesome thing about the high school sports. Like a lot of the coaches and um, athletic directors, they bought into us because they weren't getting the coverage back then. This is before you know all the the TV coverage that you guys do down here now on the sixth ESPN, you know, top sixty three. That was well before that, and we jumped around. We weren't doing the same school every night. You know, every Friday. Like we were Gardens
5: a lot because they were really good. Right.
15: Yep, yep. They, they were very good. They
5: won a state good. title that year or the year before yes. or the year after, something yep. like that. Yeah. yeah. I no, they had think. a really
15: good team. Willie Young ended up going to the NFL for many years. Yeah. He was on that team. Emmanuel Cook was a great running back for them. They Brad yes.
5: Gagne, who played for FAU. Jeanette hooked up with him. Maybe twice. I actually don't know that that's true. Is that true? <laughs> no. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But Lance, I'm just curious now about this. I
4: I don't think you were ever Brian's boss, were you?
15: We never overlapped. No. Yeah. I don't, no. So
4: I always like sort of learned under Lance without Lance being here. Like we always like Lance just sort of there. But I don't think we he ever had, overlapped. He
5: had, the, he had the ring cameras back then. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the studio. But so Lance, you were my boss at one point. You were Jmart's Mart's boss at one point. You were JMP's P's boss at one point. Your impressions of the early versions of us were what?
15: Man, we've really grown up, (laughs) all of us—not just you guys, myself as well. I mean, everyone—you know, other than Evan—everyone really dug in and you know did whatever they could. Evan, he was all about the show, (laughs) even though he was out doing sales, he was thinking show one hundred percent of the time. Um, But at that time, we had so much going on; everyone had to do everything. So it was a situation where, you know, we all got along at most times. I mean, there were some issues, you know, here and there. A lot, lot, lot of stubborn people at that time.
5: Uh, you and I being two of them.
15: Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but we were learning. We didn't know what we were, you know, what the market was. We weren't, we never lived here before. We were learning as we go. And, you know, we had some successes had some failures. Sorry, guys, for sending you to the ACC football coach's car
5: Check a motto on line
15: one. Oh, that guy was the
5: worst. Don't worry. Ricky Williams had the biggest announcement in the history of the NFL. We're talking NC State football. <laughs>
15: <laughs> <laughs> ah, it was only one year, guys. Only one year we sent you there. But, you know, we live and we learn. But at that time, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an awesome crew and just and, and the ability to stay in contact. We don't work together on a daily basis anymore in the same office, but we're still in the same company, and we're having a lot of fun doing it. But man, was that was that a, a wild time back in the the early days of ESPN West Palm.
5: And let's just say this: let's just get this out there because he's not this way now in any way, shape, or form. Lance was scary.
15: Lance was scary. <laughs> well,
10: and and also let's be fair to Lance too, and say that he was there. He was there every day at five a.m. if not before. And he would be there at 10 p.m. So when so he gets to... you can do to, whatever
5: you want if you're that? Because then I'm just going to punch well, there, everybody in the face there, and so is Brian because that's me tonight.
10: There was There there was a time when he told Steve he couldn't talk to him after 10. <laughs> he said... <laughs> I, <laughs> I, should, I should have instituted that rule. <laughs> he did. He said, don't talk to me again after 10 p.m. <laughs>
15: hey, we all need a break once <laughs> in a while, yeah, right?
5: Can you publicly, on the air, acknowledge how scary you were back in the day?
15: So... You know, oh,
5: come on, LD.
15: No, no. I mean, even Jim Rutledge mentioned it last night at the yeah. dinner. You know, that was a different time. You know, that was a different time. I am a much more relaxed person nowadays. Yep. Um, and we all grow up, right? I mean, I'm in my mid-40s now, and I've, I've lived and learned of what how to handle people, how to deal with people. <laughs> you can't deal with the people the same way, you know? It's just how you you learn and you grow. But, yes, um, it was always funny not to get too much on myself, but every annual review, Steve would come up, well, <laughs> You're doing great, but no one wants to approach you. They're all afraid of you. <laughs> what? I've been there before. Uh,
5: Lance and Lance, uh, of course, in typical Lance fashion, which I love, is very prepared for this, and I have some notes here that Lance and I want to go over. <laughs> but I want to just tell people like and, and people listening right now understand starting a business, any business. It doesn't matter what it is, what that's like. And J Mart was there, I was there, you were there, Steve was there, Craig was there, Debbie was there, amongst the people that are still part of the company. And so I think we had we had us and then there are two other people that that are no longer with the company. And the level of intensity was so high on so many like to a point of screaming matches, punches thrown. Like I don't I don't know that I've ever been in an environment like that ever in my life. And I don't think I will ever be in that kind of environment again.
15: Right. And it was a situation, too, where we were, you know, just working our butts off and everyone very, you know, you got a a lot of hard workers. We played hard, had fun, but we also worked hard. And at times things, you know, disagreements would happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that passion, though, always came from the right places, though. We all wanted
10: to win. It wasn't it wasn't ever like personal, like hatred disputes. It was literally passion about what what we were doing and trying to accomplish. And nobody could even hear us. Then or now? (laughs) Now (laughs) I choose not to.
5: It's interesting because you think back at that time and like, not to do the compare and contrast, but then I'm doing it. In my head, like I can think of people in our company now that we have 500 plus people that I'm like, I don't know if they actually care at all. And you could never say that about any of us. Right.
15: And that's the thing that maybe we didn't realize it at the time. Right. But as you get older and you've been around the business a long time, you realize, man, we really, everyone cared. Everyone oh, cared. And if you didn't, we, would, much, we would call you out if you didn't.
5: Oh, my God. You couldn't hang with us. If you're like, yeah, I want to work a regular 9 to 5, 8-hour day. We'd literally have meetings. I think that person should be fired. Like, why? <laughs> They're only working 40 hours a week for $14 total. <laughs> we'd be like, they should be fired and actually killed. Like they should be dead. <laughs> no, that I, I'm not kidding. That's how crazy a uh, guy almost died on Lance's watch. By the way, I think he overdosed running the board. Anyway, that's a different story.
3: Um,
14: what? What? it's <laughs> uh, the funny part? Lance looks like the nicest guy out of everybody now. in this room. Like, if there's anybody twenty years ago, I'd probably approach first. It would have been Lance.
5: No, no, 20 years
15: ago, no, you would not no, have approached Lance. It's no, just crazy. You grew up a that. lot, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Well, you should uh... take Jeanette back to Wisconsin with you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, yeah. LD, I'm going to go through some names here. I'm going to okay. throw out a name at you, yep. and you
15: give me the story that comes to mind when I bring up the name. Oh, wow. Brent Musburger. Oh, he was the best. I mean, I grew up watching him. Looking live, you know, and CBS back in the day, NFL. And it was early in our time in West Palm Beach. We find out, hey, you know, Brett's in town. He needs to record some uh, – at that time, I believe, it was the ESPN Sports Beat, that three-minute feature that airs on ESPN yeah. radio. He would re- record like a week's worth of them um, at a time. And he had places, obviously, all over the country. But he was down here. He had a place down here. And I was like, yep, anytime. You can come <laughs> on in. Nicest guy. I mean, he was – and one of my favorites that would come in, and we—that was the the fortunate side of being down here. You meet a lot of sports celebrities, or not just regular celebrities. But he was the nicest guy, and um, definitely someone that I enjoyed working with when the opportunity came. He is the one of those things where, like, we'll drop anything to you know find a studio for Mr. Musburger.
4: And that's why he's a Palm Beach County Hall of Famer, Brent. Oh, well deserved.
15: Oh, keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> oh,
4: just want to give him his props. Tony
9: LaRusso. <laughs>
15: Well, Tony La Russa, uh, <laughs> Cardinals manager, was uh, spring training here in Jupiter. Okay, guy, you know I was not a big fan of his uh, at uh, <laughs> you know during his time. No offense to the Cardinals fans out there, but he would come in. Uh, I believe he did the show with Mike Schmidt once, and then we got to know him a little bit through uh, Buzz Bissinger, right? Didn't this, he? This, this, Bissinger, is the, yeah.
5: this is the most amazing night. Yeah, like when you think about this. Yeah. Somehow Lance and I got invited to this like private dinner. I want to say it was at JJ Muggs in, in Abacoa. Yes, yeah, so right it was there close, where close JMP to the stadium. lives, as a yep. matter of fact. Um, and it was me, Lance, like two other media members, Tony LaRussa, Ron Wolf, the former GM of the Packers, Buzz Bissinger, the all-time great writer, Friday Night Lights, and Bill Parcells. <laughs> and we were at dinner. I don't because they had a book coming out, and somehow, like, I'm sitting with LaRussa at dinner. I still don't understand how we ended up there.
15: And they were like not...
5: There were not that many people there. Did they
15: know we were in the media? Because they were saying some things like, whoa. (laughs) I don't think they know what we do. I have no
5: idea how we got there. Literally no idea how we got there, which is so weird that we ended up there. All right. uh, The greatest of all time... Michael Jordan, and how Paris Hilton relates to Michael Jordan as a result of your time here at ESPN West Palm.
15: So we moved here in February of 2003, and uh, somehow we the, the following winter, we got, Steve and Craig were invited, or somehow we got to the Bahamas <laughs> for the Michael Jordan Celebrity Golf Classic. And we were broadcasting live from that for two days, roughly, and my job was to go around and get guests for their show. And uh, it was a great time. We were probably there like a Friday th- or a Thursday through like Saturday, Sunday, Somehow we got onto the yacht.
5: By the way, side note, I was pissed I didn't get invited. Go ahead.
15: <laughs> I, I was pretty sure you weren't there. Yeah, that, that, that confirms it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were invited. We somehow snuck on the yacht where Paris Hilton was. And this is when she was doing that reality show. Um, you know, Simpler like on, Life? On, yes. Yep, yep. With,
5: the, uh, with um, Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. Yep. Well by the way, there was a night at the, in the Super Bowl in Jacksonville where at a party, the late DJ AM is 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 DJing the sickest set I've ever seen in my life. He was as good as advertised, and somehow there was a moment where Craig and Nicole Richie were about to go to Taco Bell together late night. Huh. That is a true. Story. Get somebody, get Carmi in here, and I'll tell the story. I'm telling you right now. Uh, go ahead, Lance, continue.
15: So we're on this yacht. It was at, you know at the at the Bahamas at the the Atlantis, uh, uh, just uh, you know right there, and we are. In somehow on this yacht, and we see Paris Hilton. It's me, Steve, Craig, Paris Hilton. She was dating, is it Nick Carter? The yeah. the the Backstreet Boy? But ba- yeah, yep. He was there and a bodyguard. And Steve and Craig, who like, they're not afraid to talk to anybody. All of a sudden, they all clam up. <laughs> so then I walk over to Paris Hilton and I start talking to her because that reality show is like on a farm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I grew up on a farm. So I, I was it's the icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> I was the icebreaker. And then we take a photo, and in the photo, you see Craig has a hole in his sock. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that, that, at that
5: time, pre Kelly for Craig, that's yeah. what he was. He was a complete mess. He, we, we would go to games, and he had like a cookie in his press pass. <laughs> Like, oh, this looks good. And, like, he was just wearing, like, the grossest stuff, and it was just totally different back then. All right. Um, Hall of Famer Scott Rowland.
15: Scott Rowland and Steve Pollitt Sr., they just didn't click for some reason.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah. You want me to add to this story? Because I, yes. I, yeah. So, Mike, one of the sneaky parts about ESPN West Palm that people probably don't know. 2003, when we started the station, 2420, 20, Evan Cohen with you here on ESPN163, Lance Davis, Jeremy Mark Spell, Sean Martin, Jeanette Javier, Brian McLeven Rose. We started the station. The station made one big investment, and it wasn't any of us. It was, hey, we got some money that we're going to have a splash move. It's not advertising anything. It's just we're going to make one splash move. The splash move is we hired Mike Schmidt, the Baseball Hall of Famer, to do a weekly show that aired on the station, and this show was phenomenal the interviews, and Lance would be calling Barry Bonds, all of the greatest yeah. players that we had, like guess that nobody... Today, that would have blown up because we could have posted it and other people could have heard it outside of our station the one time we aired it, right? right. Well, one time, Scott Rowland comes in studio. He's doing an interview with Schmidt. It's unbelievable. The interview's phenomenal, talking about third base, inside baseball stuff, and then we're probably hanging for about a half hour, 45 minutes after the interview. And... As Roland is walking out of the building, Steve Policino, our now president, says to him, Hey, Scott, this was just awesome. How can we get you on again this season? Scott Roland looks at him and says, You can't, and walked away. (laughs) Got in the elevator and left. (laughs) Lance, am I telling the truth on that?
15: Yes, yes. That was uh, a drop the mic moment there. That was during spring training. So I think he had played a game that day and then came in and did the show late in the evening to record it. And he probably had a long day, but that was like, oh, wow. That guy is, <laughs> he's full of himself. So when he, he uh, this year, I've always remembered that moment of like, Ugh.
5: oh, when he got in the Hall of Fame, I told this story on the air yeah, immediately.
15: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that, that kind of tarnishes it to me, but that's how he rolled. And uh, apparently <laughs> he had enough of us. One and done. <laughs> so
5: one of the most significant trips I ever made in my entire life was with Lance and Stephen Craig, and we went to the Super Bowl in Jacksonville with the Patriots and the, um, and the Eagles. And Lance was the producer at the time. J-Mart was more of the board op at the time, but Lance was kind of like in control of the show. He'd get haircuts during the show. Lance would have a habit of booking guests and not telling me, which was always <laughs> easy as a, because Lance does never wants to disappoint. So he wouldn't want to say, hey, I'm working on Dwayne Wade. There's a chance Tuesday and then get a call, and D-Wade gets canceled, Lance would not want to deliver that news. Instead, it would be 4.15, he'd come in during a break and say, Dwayne Wade's on next segment. I'd be like, what? Were you going to let me know this? Can I prepare a little bit? Like, anything. So I would be complaining to Stephen Craig about Lance. Lance would be complaining to Stephen Craig about me. Okay, And I guess we just did it so much at the time. So we're driving to Jacksonville for the Super Bowl, a drive that I thought was like going to be an hour and it was five hours, whatever it was. And we're driving to Jacksonville. We drive the four-plus hours. We pull up to a hotel. It's not the hotel that we were told we were going to stay at. We're, Lance and I are sitting in the back. The two of them turn to us and say, you two, get out. What do you mean? Like You two are staying together separate from us. We rebooked everything, whatever it is. You're not staying with us. <laughs> You're staying there. And we're like, what, what do you mean? And they said to us, you two have not stopped complaining about each other for weeks. We've had enough of dealing with this. You two figure it out. They, we, they said, we'll see you Sunday night. This was a Friday. Lance and I are now sharing a room together, knowing that we had been talking crap about each other behind each other's backs for, the, for months, and now we're staying together for the entire weekend. And the reason it was one of the most significant trips of my life is... That method by them worked phenomenally. And anytime Lance and I have had issues since then, it's been, I say to him, he says it to me, whatever it is. And it was just a brilliant strategy by them because of the fact that like we were terrible. We were terrible in that spot together. But it gets even more significant. So Lance and I finally kind of like deal with it. We we hit it off, whatever it is. And we realized we have five tickets in no four uh four tickets in one section to the game yep. and one in another yes and Lance and I all of a sudden now best buddies are saying well let's be fair you take one half I take one half in the one seat and we'll just split because we wanted to hang with the crew so at that time Lance and I said all right we're gonna we're gonna split um and we're gonna each sit in one spot in that one seat right that one seat that I'm sitting in I I then I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I'm cheering for the Pats, the Pats Eagles Super Bowl, and I hear somebody tap on my shoulder. Are you Evan Cohen? I said, All right, did, did Lance put this guy up to this? Are we now at that stage where we're doing bets? And it was a guy by the name of David Miller who lives in Palm Beach Gardens, and he was a huge fan of the show on 760. David Miller's best friend in the world is a guy by the name of Bruce Murray. Bruce Murray was a host, there is a host on Sirius XM, now NFL radio, then on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Bruce Murray needed a co-host years later in 2010. So that's in 2004. I hit it off with this guy, David Miller. We're both rooting for the Pats. We kept in touch. 2010, I get a call from David Miller. SiriusXM is looking for a co-host for my friend, Bruce Murray. I've listened to you forever. You know that. I think you should should take a meeting, whatever it is. I said, well, I can't just do it that way. I got to go through the right process. Long story longer. Um, I get the meeting. I get the tryout. 2011. I end up on SiriusXM since 2011. I've been there and here. And it literally stemmed from that moment at the Super Bowl, that night, where you and I switched off seats. Yeah. And then if I never sat in that seat, and it was the four, and I was part of the four, and we didn't compromise, I'm never on SiriusXM. Wow. How about that's, that? That's Good wild. Good little story, right? So there you go. The Jacksonville, nobody reacted to that at all. In any way, shape, or form. All right, so let's do <laughs> that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for that. All right, last one for Lance. Donovan McNabb's shoe.
15: (laughs) So, Radio Row, we would be there many times at the Super Bowl, spending a a few days broadcasting Wait, I'm
5: sorry. I just got breaking news. It's
4: pretty big time. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, Per sources out in the hallway, uh, since J-Mart left the show to go to the bathroom, the men's room now out of order.
10: (laughs) (laughs) All I did was pee. (laughs) Just saying the way the timeline lined up. We're we're recording. I could, somebody tried to cover it up, but somebody pooped in there. (laughs) Somebody pooped in there recently. I'm just saying. Who was the somebody? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but somebody did. They know who they are. I went in there and peed. I didn't break that damn toilet. Well, I mean, <laughs> how you know the poop Wait, thing? Schefter
15: has it. Because I it looks it. Like Schefter
10: has it. Rappaport has it. They all
5: have it, J. Martin.
15: oh How do you follow that up?
5: <laughs> Talking about Donovan McNabb's shoe. Of course. So, Stephen
15: Craig were broadcasting live from Jacksonville at Radio Row. And in typical Stephen Craig fashion, no one wanted to come on their show. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden... All, so, I'm like trying to... I'm Like, Chris Carter was there. Like, he was... Um, he you know, ah, he's <laughs> <Yes. nice guy. laughs> He a uh, local guy, right? Um, he, Good, I so, I, so I was trying to get guy, you know, get anybody that was big named on the show and I'm running around and I come back to the the, the table where they're broadcasting live and they have Donovan McNabb's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> who was of course the quarterback of the
5: Eagles at that time. So there's an interesting twist to this. The person who quote-unquote booked Donovan McNabb's shoe was a friend of mine who works in PR. And she was doing a bit where, like, people would take photos with Donovan McNabb's actual shoe getting ready for the Super Bowl. And there was some sort of, like, Nike or Adidas or whatever promotion. Stephen Craig thought it would be more interesting to actually interview a shoe not on video. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, she now lives in Miami and is married to the president of the Marlins, ironically enough. Or one of the higher-ups at the Marlins. Uh, But, yeah, so they actually interviewed a shoe. Yeah. So, Anyway, all right, Lance. Um, what else? What else from you that you want to say to the West Palm Beach audience? Because uh, who knows when you're going to speak to this audience again? <laughs> Probably never.
15: Well, it's it's just uh, remarkable to uh, to look back on it now. Twenty years being here for the first four years of that. Uh, and to see where we have come as a station, how the market is really, uh, the fans here have really accepted us, the advertisers here locally. Um, we how call
5: them partners in our company now. Correct. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
15: <laughs> the partners uh, that have uh, accepted us as a, a, a team. And uh, it's just, uh, it's proud. You know, I'm not a much, I'm not an emotional guy like Evan. I think you said you've cried a few times this week. I have, yeah. But uh, it is something that I definitely, uh, near and dear to my heart, and to see um, the crew that's here now, and whether you're people have been here a long time or new, it's, it's awesome to see how they're continuing to grow and, and to, to continuing to bring uh, great local coverage, but also have some fun and really be a part of the community here, which 20 years ago, we didn't know how to do that, and we failed at certain points. But we grew and we learned and we learned from our mistakes. And to see where we are now is remarkable. And I just want to say thank you to everyone out there for listening. Whether you've been listening for two minutes or for 20 years. Thank you very much, and thanks for sticking through it with us as we learned as we go. It's uh, we are we uh, we might have uh, a lot of experience now, but back then we had some growing pains. And I appreciate you being patient with us and uh, listening to Evan and all the all the on air people here over the years. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you, Lance. Very well done, Lance Davis. Ladies
0: and gentlemen.
5: All right, we only have a couple minutes left. Heat and the Knicks, the Heat better win tonight, by the way. Uh, JMP already said they're going to lose, so I uh, I have not (laughs) let JMP speak much as a result of that horrific comment that the FCC will find us for now. Uh, JMP, do you have anything to say about ESPN West Palm as we finish up here on the show? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Go ahead. Um,
7: No, this has just been absolutely amazing. Um, I said it off-air with the team that, you know, I'm somebody that actually as incredible as this has been nothing has surprised me because i think you know the people in this room steven craig i just have always thought the sky's the limit but still seeing this all come to fruition uh it's just been so much fun so many memories and it's just
5: been great thank you J&P. G. final words
14: I hope you guys are so proud of the work and the foundation you guys set 20 years ago. So many people are expanding and thriving because of what you did, and I'm one of those. So thank you. Are you crying? Maybe.
4: Okay. <laughs> Brian, uh, I think you know today's been fun. Like realizing that nearly half my life has been spent here, and seeing it celebrated today has uh, really been a fun week. What time's our
5: hard out again, by the way?
4: Fifty nine fifty. Fifty nine fifty. Okay. Yep. Uh Mart.
10: Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I just want to say, like everybody else, you know, thank you. Uh, we've lived our lives on the air for, for 20 years, uh, been through some crazy, crazy ups and downs. Uh, and it's been, uh, it's been an amazing ride. So just just extremely thankful.
5: I feel the same. I mean, it's, it's been crazy to think that 20 years ago we were finishing hour one of yeah. the show and that we had just come off of a dinner at Shula's Steakhouse. Or maybe we were about to have the dinner at Shula's Steakhouse with Mike Francesca and Chris Carlin um, at that dinner that week with Lance and I and uh, Steve and Craig. And I don't know that J-Mart was there, but it's like, you know, all of the things that we have done since then. And, and really this station means everything to me personally. I mean, I have so much because of this station, life, death, marriage, kids, everything has been experienced through this radio station. And I think so many people get to experience it now as we're kind of ahead in the race while still racing. But we were behind for a long period of time, and it was blood, sweat, and tears, literally, to actually put us in a spot to be here. And I can't thank the people in Palm Beach County the Treasure Coast enough for what they have done for us, the fans, the teammates, the partners. I mean, we've been doing this for 20 years, 20 years. And to think about that is just crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, I- I've said this, and John and I have talked about this this week, like, my kids or 9 and 6, are closer in age to when I started than I am today. I'm 42. I started at 22. I think the math works on that. And that is crazy that my son, who's 9 years old, in theory, if, if he were to live this exact life that I have lived, he is closer in age to the moment where he is going to start this job than I am right now. And that is just a remarkable thing. It's just an absolutely remarkable thing. And all of the teammates, the fans, the partners that have been a part of this and people like Brian Rowitz and Courtney Rukoff, specifically Christina Costanza, that, that did all of the work for this. I mean, we just show up and do a show. We have not the easy part, but we have not the work part. We get the payoff. We get the fun. But ESPN West Palm has meant everything to me. It will continue to mean everything to me, whether I'm on every day, every month, every year. It doesn't matter. This station is the best. This station is... Our heart and soul, we talk about Udonis' heart and soul. This station is our company's heart and soul. This station is the heart and soul of many of the teammates that we have here at ESPN West Palm. And we cannot thank you all enough for listening during the course of this time. And we cannot thank you all enough for being a part of what we have been over the course of the last 20 years. I'm looking forward to the 25-year party. I'm looking forward to the 30-year party, the 35, the 40, et cetera, et cetera, because we are going to make it. We are going to get better. We're going to get bigger as a result of all of you, the fans, teammates, and partners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you all. Thank you for being a part of this. And this was just an amazing 20 hours where now we say thank you and we say heat culture and beat the Knicks on ESPN 106.
0: And and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call one 800 747 This is ESPN 106.3 WUUB Jupiter, a good karma brand's radio station. We interrupt our regularly scheduled program